Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, and instead of the Super Bowl, am I right, ladies? We're gonna be uh, talking about the fucking uh, the wa- the Water Bowl, the Water Bowl, is- Water Bowl party. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Anyhow, um, damn. You know, guys, it's 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 CP9 versus Straw Hats. I hear, uh, even though they're mortal enemies, Frankie's going to be doing a halftime show. Him and his square fro sisters. It's going to be real fun, um, <laughs> and we're going to dive into it today, Squilliam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we we just uh, uh, left off. Uh, CP9 has revealed itself to be um, a few of the the, the employees of the Galley Law Company. Uh, they came to Water 7 looking for a shipbuilder. They found the best shipbuilding company in the world, Galley Law. And uh, um, apparently the government was secretly kind of keeping tabs on them and their president, uh, Iceberg. Uh, they should have found been, a musician first. Yeah, shot and then shot again. Uh, and uh, uh, now is, um, you know, kind of, uh, it's been revealed that his employees uh, are the ones kind of behind everything. It was being blamed on Nico Robin and therefore the Straw Hats. Uh, Nico Robin is missing. Usopp has quit the band. Uh, Storm, take it away. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So we get into the chapter and, uh, you know, we the very last thing that we left off on was that the Galley Law Company headquarters or whatever had been set ablaze <laughs> very heavy fires happening and uh everyone's trying to put it out but it is raging very hard and winds are blowing as we know from the aqua laguna so it's a difficult fire to extinguish and kokoro's looking on like <laughs> a fucking monster woman <laughs> as luffy <laughs> calls her she she's such an interesting character and like once you <laughs> she becomes even more interesting throughout this uh series of chapters as well mm. um but yeah kokoro and uh chimney right i got her name this this time all right now what's the what's the cat's name yeah, well yeah i've always known the cat uh, genbei the rabbit uh, cat yeah yeah okay goodness his hatred for children in the series is subsiding I don't know about that. I mean, okay, I got her well, name right. I, let's just not soon. let's not go too far about that one. They they look like they're related. They do. Uh, they both have green hair. Kokoro. Yeah. And and they get wait, the are they not? Mouths. Little lipstick. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I it's mean, been she's revealed yet. She calls her granny. Granny, yeah, but I mean that that Luffy calls people granny and grandpa all the time. You know, granny, just, grandpa. Those are such fun guys. Grand grandparents are. Call your grandparents if you're listening. Pause, pause the episode right now. Call your fucking grandparents. Uh, all right, guys, pause the pause the they're, podcast. They're <laughs> all dead. No, why grandpa. would you say oh, that? Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> Visit their my grandma's Kokoro. Oh, sick. <laughs> your grandma's hot. Kokoro looks like she she squeezes some cheeks and gives some smooches. Yeah, yeah, probably. And checks for <laughs> maybe back in the day. <laughs> Kokoro also looks like she doesn't have any kids of her own, but is like everybody's crazy aunt. Yes. The <laughs> one who very comes true. to the functions already drunk with a bunch of dangerous gifts for the kids that the parents are pissed off about. 
Well, Kokoro is looking on smiling and she's talking about how Iceberg has the fucking blueprints for this for Pluton or whatever. And she's like, yeah, he's been hiding this shit. Um, but as we found out in the last chapter, um, it's actually Frankie that supposedly possesses these uh, blueprints for this uh, ancient uh, weapon. Uh, yes, Cutty Flam. Cutty Flam. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, thank God he changed his name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know the- Cutty Flam reminds me of what? Fantasy Flam. Fun. T- Why? That's one of my favorite episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog. That Dog's. show is. It should not have been on air. <laughs> I it love that shit. It should have been on Adult Swim. <laughs> Probably at least some of the episodes. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, CP Nine. They're they're on the lookout for uh, Frankie, and they stumble upon the Frankie family who is arguing to each other about how to say uh, a certain um, threat to Usopp, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) whom whom they have captured and is now with Frankie. And the Frankie family is assuming that he's getting the beat down. Um, uh, Pepe laugh. (laughs) But um, CP9 shows up here and they're like, they they rebel in their very um, minion-like way. It's like minions Minions never know the the scope of their own power. So <laughs> they just yeah, never... Yeah, just how much danger they're in. Yeah, they yeah. never have any idea. So it's just like, yeah, please stop talking before this guy destroys you. Oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but keep talking, minions. I, yeah. live, I live for the minions, man. Yeah. Well, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this like guy thinks he's call. a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're about to get their asses whooped, but we'll see that later. <laughs> we it's back. also crazy that they have the wherewithal to still be talking so much shit after they got rigmaroled very still recently. Like, they're still like bandaged up. Like they, they look literally yeah. the fuck up still. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did beat CP9 here and like everybody was just <laughs> real confused? <laughs> like CP9 be beat there. Straw Hats. <laughs> Straw Hats beat Frankie Minion. Frankie Minion beat CP9. It's like some of course. Rock, paper, scissors. Damn, bro. <laughs> I would live for that. Um, but we we know that doesn't happen. So, <laughs> but we cut we cut to uh, this under the bridge uh, little warehouse thing here, where Frankie is apparently holed up and he's crying at Usopp's <laughs> uh, quit the band story. <laughs> and they're all very they're all very touchy feely with his story. And he's like, you, "What are you people crying?" <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> everything is very posed. That they're very. Uh, <sighs> They they have a lot of body awareness. It's beautiful. Uh, Frankie hits his beats, man. Yeah, he's he yeah. Clearly, he this guy's got musicality out the wazoo. Yeah, he's a prodigy. He's a perfect <laughs> bitch. This guy could destroy the twins. <laughs> That's a dance deep cut. Anyway, <laughs> Usopp is very confused <laughs> at, at the way that these people are reacting, but they've 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 hauled the going Mary up here so he can continue to work on it while the Aqua Laguna comes in, uh, which was very nice of them. Um, but <laughs> they uh, 
Um, I, I love when he like um, he, <laughs> he stops and he's like a breakup. <laughs> he like makes a song for him. He starts playing a song. I call it a split among friends. North wind <laughs> chop. Rock it, bro. <laughs> he stops like, are you making fun of me? <laughs> this very yeah. this this whole uh, interaction between them is very comedic, but it's also very cute. Like I like their this relationship that sort of spawns between Usopp and Frankie here. <laughs> Especially after we have a bit more background on Frankie and like, you know, we know that he's not such a, he's definitely not like a, an evil guy. He's just Yeah, he's stupid. just a, <laughs> a sort of weird, like, criminal protection program. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, he even calls him a cool brother. <laughs> it's like, uh, she hands him the tea. It's sort of hot. You're a cool brother. That's stuff spoiling! <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, oh, yeah, about that money. We used it all. <laughs> I love this pose, man. It's just so good. He just, like, stretched his arms out, leaning like back. Flat back. Pose. This is some fucking yoga shit. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're all in all. perfect sync. They they practice these poses. For this sure. Is a, Definitely. Yeah, they have a strong foundation. Ginyu Force got nothing on them. Truly. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> Chill, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but <laughs> and I like how he's cycling back and forth between like bragging and then being like a nice normal guy and then like yelling like you're gonna pay for what you did. <laughs> yeah, I took your money because you wiped out most of my underlings. But fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then he's like, "Oh yeah, but we'll we gotta sink we gotta sink our rage." He's the only one raging. <laughs> <laughs> Call it Hannah Banana and shake hands on it. You mean even Stevens? Yeah, it's even Stevens, bro. Um, yeah, but he's, he's like, oh yeah, you can, you can even, uh, be my underling. I've taken a liking to you, but then Usopp's like, yeah, I, maybe I quit the crew, but I'm still going to be a pirate. So he's still resolved in his pirate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is touching to Frankie. So he makes another song about, <laughs> about it called the pirate's code. <laughs> Play it, bro. You're definitely making fun of me. <laughs> they have confetti on hand every time they're cheering him on. Yeah, he's crying playing the song. <laughs> and where did he even pull the guitar from? He's just like got it behind the couch or something. <laughs> Probably up his ass. He is a cyborg. True. He, he reminds like me of space, uh, space Dandy. He does. A little I bit. I watched yeah. that, but I I know what you mean. I know enough about it and have seen enough clips. You think that you think that the um, Kiwi and what's the other one? Um, uh, I think like Mosu or Mosu something. or so. Yeah, yeah. think that those are his actual sisters or like his bitches. Uh, probably definitely his bitches, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I mean, the <laughs> man walks around in a speedo with an unbuttoned like Hawaiian shirt. Well, why would they call him bro all the time? Then chain. that's weird. Maybe well, they're like, into that. You know. Yeah, broing out. I don't know, bro. Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> chill, bro. It's chill. If someone I was fucking called me, bro, I'd be like, you cease and desist. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that too much. But anyway, um, <laughs> they, the, yeah, he explains. Uh, uh, he starts explaining to Usopp about the the fate of the this island, um, how it's sinking, and like this Aqua Laguna, the the sea levels rising, and blah blah blah. 
And then Usopp's like, oh, yeah, but you can just take the train. And he's like, yeah, you can just take the train. Huh. <laughs> this but, is so cool, though, that like uh, the, the these houses, all of these structures on built are built on these like really tall buildings. And they're like the rest of the buildings just underwater and they just keep building up like, yeah. like oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty spooky. <laughs> It's very yeah. Sisyphusian as well, you could say. I'm like, I, that's what I was thinking though. Is like, couldn't they just? Isn't they? Couldn't they just keep building up? Right? Couldn't they just? Keep I mean, building in up? theory, they could. But I mean, the, 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 the island will keep sinking, so it's just, like I said, it's like Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill or the mountain. It's, it's it, and wouldn't like it, you be at risk of like the foundation crumbling or something, and then like all of it that's just probably like, yeah breaking off into the sea or something yeah like, probably that'd be terrifying yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need to move the but whole it's a beautiful fucking city. island just titanicking that would be pretty but but that's scary. the same way venice is right like venice is like literally sinking into the sea so i did not know that that's spooky as fuck <laughs> yeah um yeah well they he he's Usopp points out that they can just leave they need to if they need to move they can just leave on the train and uh, and they say, yeah, well, it wasn't always like that. This The only reason that the train is even in existence is because of a genius shipwright named Tom. Um, and Tom is a beast, but we'll get into Tom later. <laughs> I like Tom a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> but we cut over to, of course, the Frankie family <laughs> being utterly defeated i mean there was no doubt about it and of course also giving up the information that (laughs) of where frankie is so yeah (laughs) very uh, a very quick cut out of there back to (laughs) back to where the imminent danger is coming to and um and then he at Frankie's asking Usopp like what he's going to do after he fixes up the ship because Frankie probably already knows at this point that the ship is fucked and you <laughs> saw. And so he's curious what Usopp plans to do. And Usopp's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go on more adventures, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm going to return back home to East blue. And I'm going to, you know, as like a, a warrior, a proud, you know, I'm going to return with pride. And Frankie's like, yeah, okay. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you ain't going, you ain't going back to East blue. Nah, Let nah, me nah. stab you right there. buddy. <laughs> that shit ain't happening, brother. <laughs> And Usopp, and this is where the the clash begins between Usopp and Frankie a, a bit here, because he does know. I mean, he he saw that the Galley Law's assessment was was correct, and now he's saying, "Yeah, I'll I'll help you tear your ship apart." <laughs> and Usopp is still very much not ready to give up on the ship like that, mm-hmm. so he's going to challenge Frankie, and we know that Usopp cannot beat Frankie. So this is a losing fight for Usopp. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and Frankie just kind of lets him have it here. Um, and he's, you know, he tells him like, Oh, I, if you were just going to go, um, and throw your life away with the sea in, in the sea, along with the ship, then fine. I wasn't going to stop you. But if you actually plan on like going out and then going and returning home, like, no, I can't, I, I, I gotta say something. Because like that's just not happening. Like you're you're clearly in 
um, utter denial. <laughs> and so he starts like basically dismantling the ship and Usopp hits him with a flaming star, but it doesn't really do anything to Frankie. And so Frankie just tosses him the fuck down under the water so that he can just see for himself the keel and how busted up it is. And of course, Usopp is the one that's been fixing this ship. And so like he's seen this already and maybe it's gotten worse, but like, you know, he even comes up and like he starts fixing it or whatever. And then uh, Frankie's like, "Uh, what are you doing? Like, come on, like nobody could make this place. Nobody could make this uh, this ship run. And you're a complete amateur, like not not even the best shipwright could make this ship uh sail any further and like Usopp finally admits like yeah I knew that the Mary was done for and like he's like sobbing over it you know it's very sad but also like um it's interesting to know that he was aware that of how busted up the ship was but then he starts talking about this moment that I had not really identified like what it was before from Skypea when the ship got fixed up by a mysterious entity. And like, I like how you asked me what my thoughts were on what this was. Cause there's no shot that I would have ever guessed that it was anything like this. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But Usopp, Usopp says, you know, Oh, the, the ship, he thinks that the ship, like made an incarnation of itself to fix it to continue going and so like this is what like attached him to the idea that the ship was alive and like there wasn't a you know that he wasn't going to abandon it and that it could keep that it had the power to keep going i guess Uh um and he was like yeah that may sound crazy but like that's what i think it was like that's what it felt like to me and then basically fucking frankie is like yeah that's you're right (laughs) that's what it was (laughs) ship ghost yes some legendary ship ghost of this uh young person in a raincoat and with a hammer of i guess ships that are taken care of so well that they uh make a uh like an actual incarnation of themselves um as as usopp called it so that's so cool and pretty great pretty spiritual yeah cool. some yeah, weird wow. like spiritual otherworldly cool. shit happening Clop-a-therman. Clop-a-therman. like you take care of something so well that it literally like is like brought into consciousness yeah. who like that's a ship is a real boy <laughs> yeah oh, but frank so too just real quick too i I, th- I wanted to let you get through all that because it was uh really beautiful but i i don't want to just roll over the fact that this guy frankie literally yanked the biggest chunk off of the ship with one arm which really threw me for a fucking loop because i mean we've seen wapol eat like a big uh you know a nice little size chunk but he literally tore off like the whole side of the ship. I'm just realizing that when I looked at it again. Yeah, and he busted it the that, fuck up. But he pulled that off with one arm, and then Yusuf's pretty strong because he is just picking it up and putting it. I don't know how heavy wood is, but I feel like it has to be pretty heavy. It looks pretty heavy. The the fucking 
the the crown molding or whatever the fuck and he just put it well, right we, back and was hammering it on the there. thing yeah. is we we've known usopp is strong it's just that he doesn't have the like confidence to use his strength i feel uh-huh. like uh-huh. yeah i feel like there's definitely that at play uh the the ship is also like really really busted uh and i mean it just kind of goes to show how precarious of a situation they were in on this thing really like yeah. they could have they could have just been wiped at any oh moment. yeah well especially when we, we, we could happen every single later. one too um with the ship especially when we see what happens later like it's like oh shit that shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they were yeah. fucked if they tried to go out on that thing one yeah. more time um but yeah ghost ghost ship fixes itself and uh <laughs> and Frankie's uh, Frankie's only ever heard legend of this tale he's never heard anybody that's ac- ever actually seen it until Usopp has said this now so uh, a very very rare thing to happen indeed but before they can really enjoy this um realization too much CP9's at the fucking door <laughs> <laughs> so not, they look uh, so sick, things. man. Look how cool they look. Kaku looking the coolest. Yeah, Kaku's going to join the join the squad, I I swear. <laughs> okay, All right. Yeah, put it on the board. He loves his redemption stories. We're, we're still holding out for uh, for for Helmepo, for Helmepo. Oh god. Yeah, sure. No, Helmepo's got his own goals. He's he going to find the one piece. Exactly. He can't help Luffy find the one piece when he's got to find the one piece himself you know Helmepo can't help Helmepo can't help something is something poop on a shelf okay next chapter <laughs> yeah we started we've got these uh little pre-chapter um tiny square like <laughs> first draft drawings have you guys got oh, these Panda Man. Mm-hmm. Panda oh yeah Man. yeah Panda Man these are cute the, the peace sign yeah <laughs> with no neck for some reason in this particular iteration it's a first draft brother that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> yeah well the so the doorbell's ringing and uh it's very confusing the doorbell's ringing because they're under a bridge or some shit <laughs> and so that he's frankie's like oh yeah i forgot that i got this uh long nose fella so that i would that would lure the straw hats in and usopp's like straw hats ain't coming that we're not we're not together no more (laughs) um and he's like all right okay so maybe it's not straw hats but um but he's like uh he's like a a, i think he um he tells him to go yeah he tells him to go back to his crew here and he's like (laughs) he's like yeah no i already fought a duel with the captains we we haven't resolved our issues with the ship and all this shit and Frankie's like, uh, you know, well, you know that it won't sail. So, like, why don't you just <laughs> go yeah, back literally. with them? <laughs> and uh, Usopp is very, yeah, he's he's got his manly pride on the line. He can't, <laughs> he can't just go back on everything. Yeah, I, I I love this like pause. Is like Frankie's like pondering this, and like I feel like he's like really thinking like, hey man, what's this guy's like best chance of survival? Is like because he's just ditched here now with yeah. like practically nothing and he's got to get all the way back to the east blue <laughs> and like you can just see it in his face like all of this stuff he's genuinely like man you don't understand the danger you're in because you <laughs> cried and i gotta help you like he he just feels bad for this guy 
Yeah. <laughs> Brother, listen. <laughs> Go on back to your crew. <laughs> That's just so funny. That's such a funny fucking delivery of lines. Yeah. The, the, the sunglasses really help with, like, Frankie's delivery, I feel. Because it, it, like... Like, he's still so expressive with his face, but you've got, like, these poker face eyes going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to he's trying to help Usopp out, but Usopp is, yeah, Usopp is too dumb <laughs> and, <laughs> and full of pride to uh, to listen here. And so he's he's sort he's sort of getting in a yelling match with uh, with Frankie. And Frankie's like trying to convince him to to to, you know, change his mind. And Usopp's not having it, but. Then all of a sudden, CP9 busts in <laughs> and sends Mozu and Kiwi on the floor. And hang on, what, just just for a moment, I want to I want to talk about this uh, this page where CP9 they're they're all standing here, and Kiwi's on the full on the floor, and Kiwi looking like a snack on the floor. Oh my! Oh god. my god! <laughs> Jesus! To the ground! Oh no! I mean, I agree, but holy fuck, oh, brother. No. I mean, a better panel is above when he's saying Kiwi's name. You just see Khalifa's legs and then, and then. Yeah, the, that, that's, can, that's more, uh, but, good. but we should move on. We should. We should, we should. <laughs> um, yeah, well, the CP9 bus in, um, and of course, sorry to be barging in, but you know, they're not. And uh, Frankie picks a fight with um, Bluno here. Bluno! And there's this, there's this interesting moment where where Frankie's holding Bluno's face and Bluno pulls out a finger, just a single finger. And this this prompts um, Lucci to step in and kick Frankie out of the way. And, and he yells, you know, stop it, Bluno, and, and kicks Frankie out of the way. And he's like, we can't kill him yet, stupid idiot. <laughs> Bluno's like, sorry. And so you apparently... fucking idiot, poop mouth head, stoopy town. Apparently this incredibly strong figure that we know Frankie is, I mean, he's at least formidable enough to put up somewhat of a fight against Luffy and... Uh, well, he is lifting Bluno off the ground. Like, yeah, I I feel like his instinct to go for the kill here is because he feels at risk. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. and Frankie isn't one to just like crush somebody's head for like busting in his hideout. He's gonna ask questions first, right? So like he's up against an assassin. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not. Like there's a the yeah there's like there's like fighting strength and then there's like the cunning aspect to it so like I you know uh but he's definitely in danger yeah <laughs> right well and and but apparently whatever he was about to do would have just straight up murked Frankie <laughs> yeah. so yeah we've um, seen the finger thing uh, Shigan yeah the Shigan I wish I could Shigan. I just don't. I don't know if that would have killed him. If just well, he, that. I mean, I don't know if they know that he's a cyborg. He's made of Do metal, they know yeah. that he's a cyborg at this point? I don't think they know he's a cyborg. He's got a fridge in his stomach. Because yeah, if he all he would do would would be crack a coke bottle. Like I don't think, I, I don't think they know he's a cyborg at this point. No, it would it would have been bad. Like yeah, he's definitely outmatched by all four of them here. But uh-huh. um, yeah, well. They are uh, 
yeah, they, but they don't kill him here, and they because Lucci steps in, kicks him out of the way, and um, Usopp is confused because he doesn't understand that these guys are, in fact, government um, agents. But Lucci outs themselves right away. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, um, we're actually we were actually undercover, and uh, we're un- we're agents for the world government. We're the fucking uh, CIA nerd." <laughs> And for this is a, a big surprise to Frankie as well. Um, but the of course he does understand what this means because he's been through this whole shebang before, at least somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's uh he's like, Oh yeah, okay, I don't know how you guys found out because they're like they out him at his name and they know what the what he's here for and everything. And he's like, oh, yeah, but I got a sinking feeling in my gut. And he's like, what happened to that idiot iceberg? Huh. And they're like, we killed the shit out him, dog. <laughs> and I, and then this panel with Frankie's face, like, oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But wait, did they actually, I don't think they, did they actually kill iceberg, though? Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I don't think they did, right? This, this is, this is one piece. Yeah. No, they yeah. didn't, they didn't kill him. They're just I I'm pretty sure they're just saying that to rile him up. Like, yeah. They know that that's how to, you know. They might think they he's him. dead. They're 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 pretty bad at finishing jobs. <laughs> <laughs> like for the like the world's greatest uh, assassination, you know, squad. Like they 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 don't they don't kill their mark too often. <laughs> True. I mean, last time that though they did it on purpose, right? Because they were trying to frame the straw hats. I guess so, but they, you know, like uh, I mean, we we just kind of find out through this this kind of section, really, that like everybody everybody's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, true, real. That that's happened like in most of the sections uh, that we've read so far. That's <laughs> like, true. In Skypea yeah. as well. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like nobody's well. double tapping in this series. It seems yeah, like. this is one piece. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Iceberg's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie gets Frankie. Uh, he after he realizes everything that's happening um, and what they're here for and who they are. And that they know who he is. He he goes on the offensive, but Lucci, in uh, in an instant transmission, like incredibly swift single motion, knocks Frankie the fuck out, and Frankie's dead. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, Usopp couldn't even see what happened because Usopp's a slow a slow bro. But no, I mean Usopp. Usopp is is generally like able to keep up with uh, high speed fights. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's got the you know the whole sniper thing. So he, he he's like he's like Krillin, right? Because Krillin, you know, he's not as strong as the other guys, but he can still see what's going on. Like he can appreciate what's happening on the higher level. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sure. This this guy's gonna say Yamcha. All right. I was not gonna say Yamcha because Yamcha dies. Like what about Tn? Tn? Tn's a good one. No, no. Tn Tn's giving him too much credit. Chopper Tn has TN his own martial arts. 
Oh, sure, you don't. But... Oh, you think TN is giving Usopp too much credit? Yeah, you're probably yes. you're probably right. TN was clearly better. I think... No, no, TN was the big bad of his fucking initial arc in Dragon Ball. So Usopp's never been a big bad. Like TN is is he's not like. I would say if you couldn't, if you'd like compare the two stories together, you can't say Tien is, is on the same level as Usopp. Simply yeah, yeah. Because first That's of all, he's I, a villain and he's just way stronger. I said that my Krillin an- analogy was the best one, 100%. I don't know. They if have that the is same either. voice actor. In okay, the but dub, Krillin, English I guess, I guess Goku's for a while. Zoro would be Yamcha and Nami would be Bulma. And okay, these this I don't think you can compare them this way. It just doesn't okay. work. So that it would make work. that would make Usopp Krillin. I am on board. And okay. and okay. and Zoro would be Vegeta. No, yeah. Zoro's Yamcha. Zoro's you can't everyone you're gonna get flamed comparing Zoro to Yamcha. No, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> CP9 busts Frankie the fuck up, knock him through a wall. <laughs> into a wall. conveniently into the room that they needed to see um this is like the old workers uh uh area where they were working on stuff when this was the main headquarters for tom's workers um and you see this little picture of tom's workers and instantly i recognize kokoro but also don't recognize her and i'm wondering at first like wait is that kokoro and i was like is kokoro a fish woman like what is (laughs) why does she look so short and fat now like (laughs) um and then you also have this familiar face in the background of the toad the sumo toad toad. the toad Yeah. Yoko Zuna. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Didn't uh, think he would tie in like that. I but mean, yeah. He, it's all coming full circle. Isn't aren't they the aren't they the cutest little shipbuilding family? They Look are. at Tom. Boom! Almost, <laughs> Boom. almost as cute as this super terrifying anglerfish that Zoro's about to chop up in the deep in the deep deep. The deep 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 guys, there's so much about the ocean we don't know. Isn't it terrifying to think about? Was it no, the Lassophobia? Awesome. Isn't that what it's called? Fear of the ocean or something? Anyhow, Water One 7 get a come take over. robot. I mean, that this is very true. It, it is. Uh, and it's taking over Water 7 right now because Aqua Laguna is uh, about to start busting. And uh, um, <laughs> How did I know? Brother, don't ordain yourself to don't jock his knees brother no not this guy's jocking my (laughs) all right well guys time to bring the sales um that's the outro you can't that's that's just of course you know we're on to you brother you're not you could never be on i told you you he's like a soundboard i'm not anyway (laughs) they're at the fucking headquarters they found the secret pickle room, and uh, you know they found out that Tom <laughs> Iceberg and Cuddy Flam are in here. Uh, Cuddy, this is like your okay. This is your your old stomping ground from your your shipbuilding days, and this is clearly pissing Frankie off because he's just like, "Shut up, get the fuck out of here." The blueprint's not here. Suck my balls, like go fuck off. Um, and uh, Lucci starts like knocking over the desks and stuff, just kind of like fucking the room up with kicks and pissing Frankie off more. And then Khalifa grabs him with her fucking like thorn whip 
and and completely constricts him and just fucking slams him into the ground and he's just totally fucked up here he's there's not really much to do he's outnumbered he's uh immobilized and usopp's just you know sitting there not really knowing what to do and i don't blame him because it's like i i wouldn't know what to do either in that situation um even if i was even if i wasn't uh usopp if i was any other member of the star hats i still would know what to do because i don't know that any member of the star hats would be able to like one v for them like no shot um, no i don't think so and he's like you know we we don't need you to give us an answer right now. We have a trump card. So you can be obstinate all you want, but it's we're we're going to get what we want out of you. And um he's continuing Lucci's like a super calculated guy cuz even though he's clearly at least from what I have gleaned thus far and you know, I could be wrong cuz we haven't seen too many other people showcase their ability, but it's clear that he's the leader and seemingly the strongest member, he doesn't always have to just tout that strength. Even though he does, he's also just super like cold and calculating with the shit that he says. He knows how to get under people's skin with just his words and not his literal finger, which he can fucking stab people with um, or cut them with his fucking kicks. But he's like, oh, you know, it's been eight years now, Cuddy Flam. But uh, it appears you've committed a crime, just like Tom did. And he's like, don't you fucking talk about him like that. This is Tom's not a criminal. You know, don't talk about it like you can understand. And then you see him, like, having... Uh... Oh, that's not a flashback. Well, I mean, he is in his brain. He's being like, Mr. Tom. And he gets fucking kicked in the face. And he's just... Mr. Tom looks scary in that. In he that. does, yeah. Frankie, don't interfere. Don't interfere, Frankie. <laughs> uh, Mr. Tom. But then we get a flashback to 22 years ago in Water Seven, looking um just a titch taller, um less stuff sunk, I guess perhaps. And you just see a fuckload of cannons shooting off. And then you see a, a, a age 12 Frankie, which confirms that Frankie's 32, no, 34 years old mm-hmm. uh, in present day. So he, uh, he's so pretty like, old for, uh, for he an doesn't, old. Well, 34 is okay. I, 34 is not old. Let's say it's that. old in, in this time. We've already discussed this because yeah, like, everybody's like oddly young. Because well, no, I, I, of the they don't have hats, as, though they don't but have we, very advanced medicine. Well, okay, even like but Kaku the people who, and like, uh, like Lucci looks like he's at least Lucci looks like he could be almost forty. He looks very refined enough to be like in his forty. Blue nose, no, I'm just saying, typically, typically, typically the ages have like skewed. No shot. Yeah, but the, they've skewed younger for like the Blue nose probably hats, like twenty eight. Everybody that they've gone up against is like a full grown adult. Like crocodiles not fucking 20 something. wasn't eneru like 20 something i don't uh, think so and even if he is age. that's like a a, a very like sp- a specific whatchamacallit like the cat guy from fucking syrup village he was it, probably in his 30s or 40s Enru's age is only speculated to be somewhere in his 30s yeah brothers the the straw hats are like in their late teens early 20s but all the people that they are like talking to and inco- all the like supporting people they're not fucking youngins either i'm just i'm just saying he he looks good 
for 34, but he's also a <laughs> he's cyborg. A, he looks good. He looks good for 34. Looks, okay, shut the fuck up. There's a Super. giant Ow! elder centipede, guys. One Punch Man reference. There's an elder centipede. Elder centipede <laughs> okay. coming after Frankie on this, this cute little fucking, I don't know, <laughs> Rowboat he's got that has fucking cannons on the back. Battle eight, Frankie. The battle eight, and he's trying to fucking get out of there and not get eaten. Uh, and then he just crashes into this huge, like derelict fucking dismantled shipyard, and he's got one of those big old fucking anime manga bruises on his fucking head. Just a big fat one. That's. Imagine if that happened in real life. If you got hit on the head and then you just developed a, it's it's literally just a big cyst. It's just a big, hopefully benign cyst coming off of their fucking head. That's it's terrifying. Like it no, would brother. be terrifying. Yeah, it would be very that happened every time you got bonked on the head. Yeah, and we see that the person who is giving him this big old whelp is Iceberg, uh, age sixteen here, which means that Iceberg is. 38 years old yeah that's how day. we do math yeah okay this guy's uh about to get the hottest people's <laughs> elbow of 2022 uh but he's pissed off at frankie because he's like you fucking stop what like what come on with this with these fucking shenanigans okay you're supposed to be helping tom not building these shitty ass ships with all this dumb fuckery on them like you're wasting valuable resources and he's like, shut up, stupid Berg, okay? You don't stupid know what you're Berg. About. Their, their insults to each other are terrible. They're so. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's what, it's like Baka Berg and Baka Knee. Baka Berg uh, is funny, though. Ba- stupid Berg. Baka Berg is funny. That sounds funny to me. It's an alliteration, it rolls off the tongue. But um, they're, they're continuing to be just like, rah, 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 joking, fucking. Well, not joking, like shitting on each other. And, you know, he's like, dude, you fucking just wait. Next time I'm going to build a ship that'll beat a Neptunian. And I suppose like, you're fucking joking. Some Neptunians are as big as islands. Call back, maybe, possibly, you know, to the to little garden guys, maybe. Mm, ma- maybe, maybe. They'd gulp you down. They'd gulp you right down and then sh- and then shit you out. Uh, and then we see some some shadowy figure carrying a f- whole ship <laughs> in his one arm, and then he just throws it up, fucking do it with a boom, and fucking throws <laughs> three of these fucking ship's masts like spears, like fucking javelins, and they all fasten perfectly, and the ship lands perfectly in the water. Like, what the fuck is this? That's crazy. And he's like, ah, launching ceremony complete. We've made a good, sturdy ship with a boom, which is interesting because uh, I don't know if this is, maybe I wasn't reading this part through Manga C123, but I remember reading this part on another one, and he was saying, do it with a Don. But I'm assuming that uh, that just yeah, means boom. Yeah, that it's a sound effect. Yeah, yeah a sound effect for boom. Dumb. Uh, but this guy is fucking a big old, and he's like, "Is that right, Yokozuna?" And you see the little, uh, the cute little um, sumo frog who is clearly Tom's the little pet. version. And this is Tom himself here. This big old, big old, big old, big old fella. 
Not even old. built like a fridge. He's built like a fucking, I don't even, like a wrecking ball. This guy is fucking gigantic. He's a longhorned cowfish, man. Uh, I don't know what the fuck a longhorned cowfish is. I'm actually going to Google it right now uh, because what the fuck am I looking at? Oh, dude, he does look like one of these. That's actually sick. And they're like, uh, they're kind of, I think. And look at the tattoo that he's got. Because I think they can get big. Because they look like pufferfish when they're normal size. Yeah, he's got a. Look at the tattoos. um, Similar tattoos to the, uh, some of the. The the Fishman Pirates. Yeah, the Fishman Pirates. Uh, Similar, not the same, but similar. Um. He's fucking, he's dripped out. I'm sorry. He's got the fucking, the, the he's harness boots on out. deck. Fucking what about big old Kokoro? silver buckle. Kokoro um, should be a Fortnite skin. I mean, I would use Kokoro. <laughs> if Kokoro was a Fortnite skin, I'd be sliding down fucking <laughs> over Tom's Canyon, Wickers. lighting people up. <laughs> Beautiful, Beautiful secretary. secretary. <laughs> um, it is strange that it seems as she's gotten older, her all of her like length in her body has gone to her head. She's just I, got a big head now, and she's a little wider. I think he actually gives her that title. Like this is Tom's title that he gives her his, uh-huh. his beautiful secretary. Beautiful secretary, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's got some kind of I don't know what this dish is, but it looks kind of good. Oh, like, it's curry. Curry it's rice. That's what I was curry, just about to yeah. say. Curry rice. Um, and she's like, oh, the number of pirates has grown remarkably since the pirate king was executed. I hate to say it, but this town is done for. It's being <laughs> swallowed up by this age of pirates. Uh, and then we, I love anytime characters are like grabbing each other's faces and, you know, making you wonder if we've all just got a little bit of gum gum fruit inside of us. Uh, <laughs> it's just very funny to me. But she's just like, yeah, because of the Aqua Laguna floods, uh, we have to get our timber from other islands. And then there's going to be a fuckload more pirates than ever before coming out now. Because this is clearly recently uh, after the um, death of uh, uh, Gold Roger. And um, clearly a lot of people are trying to... I mean, because th- this guy's a famous shipwright. He's not... He's like, I mean... Clearly, he th- he th- he threw a whole shit. He was <laughs> holding the whole shit with his arm. That shit was big as fuck, y'all. Like it's crazy. And he javelined the masts into them. What kind of? That's I, I, I look. This guy knows how to draw a perfect circle, and I mean <laughs> that. I mean fishman. Um, fishmen are cool. I really, really like fishmen in the series. They're one of my like favorite parts of the series because. They're they're just so fucking crazy strong, and realistically, the like apex predators you would think, other than maybe like uh not gum gum fruit, but like devil fruit users, because if all if it's the pirates' age, and it's just the earth which is just fucking covered in water, these motherfuckers are chilling on land, and they're even fucking better when they're <laughs> fucking swimming out. You fucking dick. Fuck you. <laughs> um a deep cut tenacious deep cut and then uh yeah he he literally uh is you know talking about you know they defined the entire era in the shipbuilding industry uh that water seven is like known for that and 
Frankie's like, yeah, you built the most awesomest ship ever. Tell me about the blueprints for that ship. And then Tom's just fucking laughing. Like a, re- like a real hearty. The like whole time laughing. he's been laughing. This you can literally see <laughs> tears coming out of his eyes. He's laughing. Until so this next moment, he's been laughing like the whole time. Like just nonstop. Like <laughs> <laughs> everything that they say. <laughs> yeah. like she even asked him, he's like, what's so, what's so funny anyway? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> what is I don't get laughing. What the fuck you're laughing at? But he's like, yeah, there's no blueprints for that ship. Okay, buddy? There's no blueprints for a pirate ship. If the sailors who board that ship run up a skull and crossbones, then it's a fucking pirate ship. If they fly a seagull flag, it's a navy ship. You build whatever you want to build, young Frankleton, okay? Just remember that (laughs) real friend. Not real friends. How many of us? uh, Real real men. They puff out their chests with pride. Boom! Boom! The ships they've built, boys. Boom. Um, and he's just drawing cool stuff. The thing goes, scrap. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's like, it'd be great if Water 7 could use this to get a new lease on life. And they, like, he does, nobody, they, they don't know what he's drawing, but he's just like staying up all hours of the night drawing this kind of shit. And then we see a, <laughs> After a, a, laughing maniacally the whole evening. The literally. <laughs> Tom retires <laughs> to his desk to work all evening, which is located right by his children's bed. <laughs> They're uh, in tight quarters. True, true. Uh, but then a, a, a government judicial ship arrives the next day, a floating courthouse. Uh, who, who have they come to judge? Da-na-na. And um, it seems as though Tom... Is getting arrested for. Who knows? <laughs> it's just like uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> no context, just this cool character we just been introduced to going to jail. <laughs> so lock him up, throw away the key. <laughs> Uh, it was bound to happen. <laughs> so you finally came, do. did you? You're causing all this trouble. <laughs> oh my god they're like what's going on what's mr tom done mr tom and then we cut to uh you know the the fucking the courthouse and they're like you built the oro jackson the pirate ship used by the pirate king gold roger who was executed the other day so this is again super recent to him uh being killed uh that fact makes you an accomplice to a global criminal the shipbuilding engineer tom will be conveyed to ennis lobby where he will be executed <laughs> this face man it's pretty I can't funny. With Tom. yeah just sitting there and it's like he's gonna be executed and he's, he's like, like uh okay. he looks like a like a schnauzer or he does he <laughs> does he does i love his facial hair too the fact that fish people can even have facial hair is very funny to me because i imagine that even though it looks like cool and fine or whatever here like in real life, not for nothing that fishmen would look terrifying in general, presumably, but they would look even more probably grotesque and weird if they had like a full beard on top of being this like scaly, smooth fish person. Um. Yeah, I like I like that we finally or that. Well, I guess not finally because we weren't really waiting for it, but we got a name of Gold Rogers ship, the Oro Jackson. Yeah. Interesting. And so, yeah, Tom built Goldie Rogers' ship. He built the I think that's probably like Gold Jackson, huh? Oro is like 
and yeah, gold, and Frankie and uh, Iceberg are his disciples. Right. Disciples. So that means Frankie's going to be the new crew member. Oh, Maybe, he's yeah. on to it. What gave it away? Was it the, the, the four-chapter flashback? shit (laughs) might have been something about that um yeah uh frankie is my uh favorite he's my favorite personally um oh this guy's off the poly train onto the frankie station um i I, i'm (laughs) oh okay all right you're you're i i see you're still carry on then (laughs) <laughs> um yeah well we we know that uh that he's built this ship um <laughs> and so he's he's going We're to be executed no he built this ship he built it with a boom okay that's his last one that's the last one Okay, yeah, sure it did. He's so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, brother. Give your God. Mm-hmm. Get on. <laughs> uh, Tom's so going. Tom's right going to be executed. Tom's going to be be executed. Oh no! Oh, what are we gonna no. do? Two forty, blaze it. Two forty, yeah, blaze it. Normally, I mean, normally, if you could, you could sell a ship to anyone, any pirate, poop, pop, hip, clap. It doesn't matter. Poop, but with pop, the, pip, with clap. with the pirate king, though, psh, not with the pirate king, though. Pirate king, though. Yeah. So <laughs> since since it was the pirate king, you're a traitor and a menace and a bitch and a menace and a bitch. And I'm and you're out of here. Death. And you're death out of here. You. And then, and then he's like, "Oh wait, I'm building a big old good ship." Big old ship. Uh, look at his face. <laughs> I am designing a steam engine paddle ship that will run boom across boom. the ocean on rails. His head gets bigger every fucking panel. <laughs> he's definitely that fish. It's like a puffer fish. It's well, it's a box fish, is what it's called. So I think that's like what puffer fish are like. They're, they're fish. That are like a normal-ish size, but then they can like puff up. That's what he is. That's what he is. Okay, well. He's cool. Look up that fish. It's cool. Longhorn cow, uh, longhorn, longhorn cowfish. They're cool. Yeah, I've seen those at the aquarium. Interesting. Um, Well, he's going to get, he's trying to get out of his sentence here by, by telling them about this grand design that he has for the steam engine train that will run across the water. What a fucking psychopath. No way that shit's ever going to happen. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> and everyone's like, what do you do? No, I'm going to get the criminal out of here right away. Sorry, sir. And then the judge is like, wait a second. <laughs> you can, you, you, what are you going to do that? You can do that. <laughs> what do you, you, <laughs> you can, you got that? You actually got something you can happen. Wait a second. Let me, let me, let me, let me get it. And they're like, they're like, what about, what about the sea kings? What, yeah, what about the waves and the tide? And he's like, you know, what it'll float. Goldines. It'll float on the waves, and the goldines will get scared because it makes a big old noise. 
And everyone's like, oh, oh, oh. And he's like, yeah, I'm almost done, but I, oh, not just any sh- shipwright can do it. And he's like, the, the judge is like, wait, can it go to Ennis Lobby as well? And he's like, yes, it can. <laughs> and uh, so he gets a 10-year stay because he's like, yeah, it's going to take me 10 years. And he's like, boom, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> and Kokoro's like, Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> You're, uh, okay, whatever. You're up. Yep, you made it. <laughs> Good job. It's pretty fucking funny, though. It's he, he, funny. he kept it cool during all that. He wasn't sweating at all. Yeah, he kept it real cool. He turned his brain into uh, off position. <laughs> Very eloquent. <laughs> yeah, he did make it out though. Ten years stay of execution, and um, but he did, he also you know he was he was telling the truth, and he did actually have this design for this uh, railroad thing. Um, but Frank, yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, I want to point out there too. He literally that was just word of mouth. He didn't show any blueprints to the judge. He didn't fucking have any proof that this was something that he was doing. He just was like, yeah, I'm going to build this thing. It's going to be great. Can it do this? Yep. Can it do this? Yep. Can it do this? Yep. How long does it take? <laughs> 10 years. Build it. Like, huh? Yeah. They had so much trust in this guy. <laughs> it he worked. He just fucked off. He could have literally just fucked off. the world's best shipwright. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. He, he built yeah. his city on rock and roll. <laughs> He built he built this railroad on boom and roll. Um, boom and roll, this guy says. Bro, you gonna you gonna throw down on all of my on all of my transitions? You're just gonna throw no, down. I thought on it was, all no, I thought it, I thought it was. I you just gonna pog, brother? I oh yeah, was, I thought it was poggers on the menji. You thought, <laughs> you thought it was poggers all the menchies? Poggers all the Frankie is not satisfied with this win, though, because he's pissed that, that the making of this grand ship that, you know, the best ship in the world is being considered a crime. And, you know, he's he's uh, he's sort of right in that respect. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, he's been. Uh, the this great shipwright, this best shipwright in the world, has been basically exiled to this, um, you know, under bridge fucking warehouse to work on his ships when he should have like the most grand fucking um, shipbuilding docks of any shipwright. But um, you know, it, yeah, right. it, it we, is what it is. What, uh, we see what Iceberg has set up now. Exactly. And that's, yeah. you know, clearly, um, yeah, clearly Tom is a great shipwright, and but he's been exiled basically due to this building the, this ship that, uh, belonged to the pirate King. Yeah. And if Frankie can't accept that. And so he goes off here and, <laughs> and Tom just laughs. <laughs> Frankie tries to like smack up Tom and fucking, uh iceberg tries to stop him and so frankie goes and takes his rage out on poor yokozuna (laughs) in the pool um and iceberg's like yeah we should just kick that motherfucker out of here and frankie's like oh come on he's 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 just passionate 
he's got, he's got a big mouth, but you know, he's a, he's a good worker. He's better than, better than half the other shipwrights on this Island. Better than okay. Carl. And we find out that he found him, uh, abandoned and dirty on this fucking, uh, wreck yard that we were in before where he, discarded his battle frankie and he just was putting together cannons <laughs> and uh and tom was like oh god <laughs> if i leave this then this i gotta take care of this one <laughs> so he goes up and he talks to him and apparently he was abandoned by some pirates that were like oh yeah this i'm not gonna take care of this kid this kid's too much <laughs> um and so that's the origins of frankie <laughs> Um, but he was a fighter but he was a fighter and and he's held it together and uh he's like oh yeah one day you two will definitely become shipbuilders who names whose names mean something to the world and iceberg's like yeah that guy's nuts so on a cellular level <laughs> <laughs> like not gonna happen tom i'm sorry <laughs> um yeah and then we get this we get this nice montage he's like oh frankie's not gonna help us and uh and tom's like oh, he doesn't need to he can do what he wants <laughs> and so we see this montage of them working and um taking all these wood scraps looking at the blueprints and putting out everything together and frankie's in the background working on battle frankie number nine <laughs> and then everybody's eating and then slowly frankie starts to like get involved and you see him like putting together parts of the ship as or the train as well mm-hmm. and then iceberg like saving him from the, <laughs> the iceberg and tom saving him from the the sea monsters tom about to fuck that shark up with a mallet yeah the shark's, he's ready. the shark's fucked <laughs> that shark is over he's done for it <laughs> yeah and then uh, of course we see the early iterations of the train um being destroyed and not working and- the shot of the big ass explosion and presumably either frankie or iceberg flying off and it looks like Tom's it's face looks like it's frankie because in the next panel kokoro is patching him up. oh true yeah he's like oh frankie yeah they're working in the snow on the waves like um but then yeah 10 years later um all the derelict members of water seven that's become it's become a basically basically starting to become a shithole because the trade is just so bad. There's no, there's no way to leave. Uh, that's safe. No way to come in. That's truly safe. Um, and then all of a sudden the train pulls up and sets sail. Kokoro manning the station 12 years ago. Everybody's all the, all the people of water seven smiling. They can't, you they see, can't believe see, it. You see a, a young Polly there. Oh, is that who that is with the yeah, goggles on his with head? The goggles, yep. That's a young Polly. And the, oh, and the blue shirt. This is actually Polly's flashback. I see. Yep. Oh, oh my god. Wow. It is Polly who's joining the straw hats. You were right, Will. <laughs> Damn. He bro. was number one. Yeah, I like that uh you see the the Tom's workers all all battered and bruised and bandaged up and with their separate expressions as they see the the train depart with all the people the the happy people on board Mm -hmm. um and yeah i mean a miracle of an invention that tom just created here in 10 years and (laughs) like but what was it enough to save his life and tom's dead 
Okay, dude. Uh, it looks like Usopp's training with a kind of like a bloodhoundy looking dog uh, um, in the snow. You think yeah. you think the dog's training Usopp, or you think Usopp's training the dog? The I think the dog's training, training Usopp. Hundred percent. What was it? We had what in the last chapter? We had like Chopper taking on like all these like uh, animal karate members. Yeah, he was he got, like a white belt wrestling that polar bear to the ground. Yeah, yeah, he wins in uh, a little, little uh, martial in raccoon form. There. In yeah, in base form, no less. Yeah, um, so Chopper's a. Uh, you know he's he's he's, he's becoming stronger. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna beat Lucci, um, and Luffy, <laughs> and Luffy, <laughs> Chopper's the big bad. Um, <laughs> so they yeah they finish the other tracks uh, over the next um, uh, four years. So it, it saved Tom at least that long. Uh, uh, it it comes time for another execution or acquittal. Um, it, you know they're gonna bring it together in three more days. Um, and they're kind of speculating whether or not it's done enough to, to, to kind of, uh, uh, uh save him. And, uh, he's like, you know, oh, the results, they're, they're not going to come right away. Um, cause they're worried cause the city hasn't done as well as they thought it wasn't enough to change the city. He's like, they won't come right away. You know, it'll happen over time. Um, uh, and it, here comes the government again, uh, uh, another, um, ominous uh, uh, a group of government officials show up uh, and instantly uh, the main one gets uh, uh, clapped um, <laughs> he gets blasted up and like at first I was like did he get blasted up or is he just like some sort of smoke monster person like um, <laughs> and then I was like and then the next panel Frankie's like oh whoops my bad I've I blasted that guy up and I was I like blasted oh, no. that guy up <laughs> super super yeah, my the Frankie, Frankie 35. He's on Battleship 35 now. And he apparently has killed the Neptunian. Uh, and there it is, uh, as big as an island uh, uh, behind him. Um, That's not as big as an island. <laughs> it's pretty and, big. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, but this was uh, Sp- Spandum, who gets um, a calling card that is probably uh, less than common. Um you know, it, it <laughs> pretty undignified calling card. Yeah, um, this guy a but, bitch. But he they they like just clown. they just kind of immediately go into ignoring Spandam. Whoops, sorry, I blew you up. And then uh, Iceberg uh, comes and wants to destroy his battleships. He's like, these are dangerous. Why do you keep making these? Um, you know, you killed a Neptunian. You have any idea what what these could do in the wrong hands? Uh, what they could do in the wrong hands uh, uh. <laughs> yeah and and tom's like oh calm down you know boat's a boat uh typical tom stuff and CP, <laughs> cp5 is what this is uh so we we now see one of the cps uh that's not uh nine. <laughs> um, and uh yeah spandam seems to be the chief officer uh, and he's mad that he's being ignored. Uh, so he he, he uh, demands his attention. He wants an apology first. Um, uh, and it, Tom's like, is this about the trial? And he's like, I don't know anything about the trial. And he's like, oh, where's Tom? Oh, he's talking with that guy privately. Uh, spandum or something. Uh, <laughs> spandum. Yeah. 
And uh, um, she's like, the government agent doesn't know about the trial? That seems all coordinated. Kokoro always just has these weird, you know, ominous things to say, doesn't she? Um, she does. Yeah, and, and Tom's laughing, and he's like, I don't have any blueprints for anything like that. We know what this guy's after now, Spandam. We, we know he's after uh, the Pluton blueprints, because apparently Tom had them before he bequeathed them to uh, Iceberg or Cutty uh, uh, Flam. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, he's not going to give it up, uh, and this makes Spandam angry. Uh, he gets tossed out, um, and he, he winds up in a bar, uh, kind of raging, um, you know, uh, 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 about the situation. And, um, you know, he's mad that, that this guy built Roger's ship, and now they're pardoning him. You got to be kidding me. Like, everyone thinks he's going to get pardoned for his work mm-hmm. on the sea train. Uh, yeah. So he goes to the Gorusei, the the five uh, elders, and. Um, uh, is 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 you know talking about Pluton? He's like, we have to have this weapon. Once we have this weapon, we can we can bring the age of piracy to an end. And they're like, well, he does have a point. Uh. All right, yeah, sure, man. If you get it, you get it. All right, yeah, good if luck. You get it. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's on you, Ned. Happy trails. Don't get when, it. When it when it that be nice? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Um, so now he's on. He's been given permission to go on his uh, uh, mission. Um, uh, and we see he's kind of a klutz. Uh, paints falling on him. Uh, he got blown up in the first panel. He's introduced to. Yeah, he's yeah, a bit he of a, he's a bit of a instantly bit of a loser. But we know how his calling um, card was him getting rolled. The losers work in this in this series sometimes. Uh, yeah. uh, so. It turns out Tom does have the blueprint, and he's like, all right, guys, I got to tell you, because we don't really know what's going on now with everything, with the trial and these weird government agents. Uh, I got the blueprints. Uh, You need to know about it. I'm giving them to you. And Iceberg's instantly like, I will accept this responsibility. (laughs) Frankie's like, let's build build it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Tom's like, no, no, you can't do that. The world would be destroyed. But then again, (laughs) I guess it's up to you now. (laughs) Uh, You can just throw it away if you want. Also, while I'm here, let me tell you about something that worries me. And then he pops down nico robbins bounty um uh which we evil <laughs> oh evil, 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 evil. Uh, so three days later the day of judgment uh, uh frankie's uh heading out um and he's like this is dumb he was an innocent man to begin with i don't understand why we're even celebrating uh, <laughs> and uh she wakes up iceberg and and tom uh, the judicial ship arrives, and the judge is even like, nobody will have any complaints over his being pardoned now. This this train is so useful. Um, <laughs> good train, yeah. very good. But you then instantly, um, the judge's ship blows up. Uh, it's being attacked. Uh, people are like, what is this? This is pirates. It's a bombardment. What are all these ships? And we see it's all of the battle Frankies. Oh, all lined up bum, playing bum, foreshadowing. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah, bristling with weapons, just blowing everything up. There's people all bloodied coming out of the crowd. You know, people are grabbing their kids and running, and Frankie's just looking at it like, what? 
what who's who's using my shit uh, wait hang on <laughs> the wrong hands <laughs> who could who could have seen this coming uh, uh, there's panda man the running wrong hands? as well uh right by frankie there um, there is panda on. man he looks so detailed <laughs> oh wow he, he does yeah he's got main character energy he does. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, it looks like he's running away from it. Like, he made the explosion happen. Maybe this was all his idea. We'll find out. This um, guy should have, like, chained up the fucking cannons or made it a push to start or something. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's Frankie we're talking about. I mean, that's a fair trade blend with Sora, sure. Uh, um, so Iceberg's like, this is bad. We've got to stop this. They've taken Frankie's ships. Iceberg is- looking like a punk rocker with that hair. Like, he's looking... <laughs> Breaking the law, breaking the law. There's Trappy there. Um, Ice Mate Iceberg's the new crew member. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, he's like, uh, we got to stop this. And he's like, is it pirates or the government? And Tom and Iceberg they go rushing off. Um, uh, Frankie uh, sees who it is or is running off to try to find out who it is too. And we we are revealed who it is. It's this dopey villain. Uh, <laughs> With with the permanent case of the suds, uh, <laughs> spandum. You got the suds. And a spanda, like, a yeah, permanent case. He's of like, the now let the trial begin. Tom's <laughs> uh, <laughs> working. Oh, we we get uh, we get a we get a little SBS down here, um, and we get Kiwi and Mozu's hairstyles um, from the side. Oh Someone yeah, look at that. Like, See it from oh, the yeah. side, and we see that it's not just an also a square. It's like side. a flat screen TV. Yeah, and and he says that the hairstyle is uh, square. Pronounce <laughs> it though as if you were saying square. Please, ready, set, square. square right, hair. relax your shoulders. Speak more lazily. Oh my square. god. <laughs> square. Thanks. Thank you, Oda. Square. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah and then we have a pre-chapter here with robin in an ostrich taxi wait <laughs> but the taxi's not running until the noon until the noon <laughs> squat <laughs> wait until the noon wait until the noon and then we'll then we'll go <laughs> robin's like okay yeah okay sure <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, the 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 judicial ship is on fire. It's being busted the fuck up by the Frankie boats. Frankie's running off to try to figure out who's behind this. We see it's some weird looking little men with uh, uh, spandex black suits, <laughs> um, and they are they're more than likely members of CP five here and. As soon as um, Iceberg and Tom make their way out to the ships, they are completely vacated. But there's two ships directly behind them. And, of course, none other than Spandam from the CP5 is on the ships and blasts them the fuck out the airlock. And uh, Iceberg and Tom are dead. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, Tom's got this big, big giant spear through his heart. He's done for. Okay, brother. <laughs> and Frankie. Defeated by Spandam. <laughs> by Spandam. 
and Frankie rolls up on the carnage and he's like, what happened? No, what's the matter? Are you alive? Who, what, who was here? Oh, the battle Frankie's too. No, they're all messed up. Hey, you two, what's going on? And then, uh, uh, iceberg wakes up huffing and puffing and then fucking punches Frankie's lights out. Um, and basically goes, yeah, I told you so. (laughs) Um, because they did indeed take control of the battleships and um, inflict harm on not only his friends and the judge, but his but Tom's chances of being acquitted of his crimes, basically. Yeah. And uh, Frankie making this realization doesn't really have much to say as Iceberg kind of like wails into him about how the when you make a weapon, you know, that's it's your responsibility and if if they if they hurt someone, even if you didn't pull the trigger, you know, you made the weapon. Yeah. Um, you have to live with that. And he's like saying, you know, I'm basically never going to forgive you. He's like screaming at him, like tears streaming down his face almost. Um, and this is sort of a splitting moment here between Frankie and Iceberg which they had sort of a complicated relationship already, but you know, it's clear that they care for each other. Um, But he tells him, you know, he can't forgive him for this because this has basically ruined Tom's life. Like Tom's done now. And Tom wakes up and he's like telling iceberg that he can't blame Frankie. Um, You know, it's not, it's not his fault. And uh, which is a bit debatable, but yeah, it's Frank- definitely his fault. Yeah, it's unfortunate, it's- <laughs> but it's definitely his fault. Um, but Frankie uh, is sort of taking responsibility here um, and apologizing. And every and then we see CP5 rolls up and basically takes them into custody puts them in front of everybody and and the judge as well <laughs> and not not on the ship because the ship has been busted the fuck up so they've made a makeshift court i guess in the town center uh here but he's sort of saying that um he would have been pardoned if none of this had happened but since uh he was sort of responsible for these ships and been uh, framed, I guess, by CP5 here, um, that he can't be acquitted for the, these crimes as well. And uh, we we see that Frankie is like being affected by all this. And then all of a sudden, um, after he's like, oh, yeah, the, the, the one who built these ships and who's responsible for the attack is this guy. And he points out Frankie. And Frankie's like, they're not, no, I can't take response. Like, they're not my ships anymore. I would never do that with them. Um, And this hits Tom really hard because as we saw him say before, you know, a man puffs his chest out with pride, boom, over any ship that he's built. And so Tom rips his fucking chains apart and just molly whops Frankie in the in the face yeah. and uh, smacks him down. And he's like, yeah, um, you're not going to say that shit anymore, Frankie. If there's one thing you don't say, it's they're not my ships anymore. You got to take pride about your ships. Yeah, whatever you build, you got to love it. That that's that's your ship. No one else going to love it. But you, brother. OK. <laughs> with a boom with a boom 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 boom, boom. 
Yeah. Um, so he's, uh, he's about to go on a rampage. He, he looks back at, at Frankie and iceberg and he's like, no matter what happens, don't interfere. And like, that's, that's how, you know, someone's about to go on a tirade. Yeah. <laughs> when they hit you with the don't interfere. About to start fucking just juicing some shit. Juice. <laughs> look at, <laughs> look at his face. In this little like pre-chapter like square <laughs> panel, oh, bro, his hi. face, dude. His beard is so funny. He always looks like uh, you. You caught him by surprise. Oh no! I'm about to ruin Tom for you guys because you know who he reminds me of. <laughs> who? He looks like Steve Harvey. <laughs> oh he's kind of got the yeah if you get the goatee off he's definitely got the mustache foot he's fucking steve harvey <laughs> um steve harvey starts going on a rampage against- <laughs> uh no but tom realizes the predicament that he's in and sort of goes with a fuck it sort of mentality here and he's like yeah so this guy i know how much frankie wants to hurt him so how about i sock him (laughs) (laughs) and so he punches uh spandam (laughs) this guy's name sucks yeah (laughs) and uh and so everyone's like oh no tom's tom's rampaging no we gotta stop him and they all shoot tranquilizers at him. And he's like, "You now you understand his pain. And uh, they're like, oh, fuck. He can. Yeah, they, they tranquilize him. And Spanda's like, serves you right, fish man. And Frankie's like, Tom, why? 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 <laughs> why, SpongeBob? Why? Um, yeah, and everyone's like, whoa, Tom's so dangerous. I didn't know he was so scary. Uh, yeah, he definitely must be a, a, a he must have joined up with that pirate king on purpose because he's evil. Um, and then he's like, wait, at it again. And then he and then he Tom stands up in front of the judge and he's like, I claim full responsibility for attacking the judicial ship. And then Frankie's like, what the hell? Um, and then he he's like, but. I have one favor to ask. And then <laughs> Spanda's like, yeah, right. No one's going to listen to a criminal, you stupid. <laughs> and the judge is like, shut the fuck up. All right. What do you want to, what do you want to say, Tom? Um, and then Tom's like, so if the C train can pardon one crime, then I wanted to pardon today's crime because I'm proud with a boom that I aided the man called Roger. And so he takes pride over his ship here and in order to prove a point to Frankie that you got to you got to be proud of your ships and and Pretty Frankie's like fucking big balls move there. Yeah, and Frankie's like wait a second. But then he in in doing this, he does also save Frankie and Iceberg from being arrested here because since the crime is no longer today's crime uh-huh. of attacking the judicial ship, now it's all just Tom's crime yeah. of working on the ship for Roger. Um, so it's a it's a double whammy here in like 
proving a point to Frankie, sort of vindicating Frankie's rage a little bit, and also saving Frankie and Iceberg from condemn from being condemned to Ennis Lobby or whatever. Also pretty f- funny and like, I guess chill of this judge to be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. You, you blew up my fucking ship and almost yeah, killed it, me. It seems, killed it a bunch seems of people, that he's but. on to like uh Spandam's machinations there. Yeah. Um, it's just, I doubt he can really do anything about it because it's uh-huh. the world government anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spandam's pretty upset about, uh, <laughs> every time not I not being able to take him in. <laughs> Well, he's basically being condemned here because, as Kokoro says, no one who's ever been taken there, no criminal who's ever been taken to Ennis Lobby has ever come back alive. Not a single one. Doesn't matter who they are. Uh, they've all that none of them have come back. And so basically they know Tom is is being condemned here. And Frankie decides, well, I'm going to take a shot at this Spanda bitch anyway (laughs) and grabs somebody's rifle and smacks him in the back with the back of it (laughs) and sends him absolutely flying. There's a Um, dent in his face. Yeah. And I guess this like breaks his face permanently or some shit because like (laughs) he's got bandages all over it. And then, um, that it seems like he keeps the bandages. Oh yeah, when he comes back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so his face has been permanently uh, altered by Frankie yeah, by by the events of today, Tom and Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now Frankie has been sort of uh, targeted by Spandam here. He's a he's a criminal. Uh, once that once we clear all this up, I'm gonna get I'm gonna have that idiot hanged. Um, and then they're like, wait, he the idiot, he's he's there, he's on the tracks. <laughs> they're like, wait, huh? Yeah, he followed us all the way out there. It looks like he's got some sort of weapon. Oh, what what what's this guy's problem? Is he an idiot? <laughs> and and Frankie's like, stay there, Yokozuna. And <laughs> the toad's like, oh no. <laughs> everything is bad right now <laughs> and uh he's uh he's gonna stop the uh the train because he wants to save tom but his cannon that he shoots off doesn't seem to work and his sheer willpower to stop the train even though it looks like it's maybe gonna work here for a second uh doesn't really work out yeah. and he sort of gets smashed to smithereens by a train. <laughs> yeah, like absolutely ripped. Apart. While while Spandum laughs maniacally with a, half his teeth missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty fucking sad. Quite a gruesome scene. Yeah. And and I I we see Yokozuna's uh, motives now because he watched Frankie get run down by this train. Mm-hmm. Um. And basically, for all he knows, uh, die. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. And since then, he's been doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. Because uh-huh. he probably, I guess he probably thinks, "Oh, Tom's on the train. If I stop True. the train, man, then I these can get flashbacks, Tom back." They're just like bowling, man. The way Oda sets him up, it's just like he just like sets up all the pins, strikes, sets up all the pins, strikes. Yeah. It hits you. 
Yeah, um, very intense though. But that's, I guess we now know how uh, Frankie was mutilated and and forced to become the cyborg man that he is now. Um, as we see in this next chapter, he, well, first we see Iceberg who hears the news. Oh yeah, apparently Frankie was run down by the sea train and um frank and then we see icebergs resolve here and he's like mr tom i'm gonna change this town and he and he does i mean he does in a, in a big way but he also um monopolizes it huh. <laughs> uh yeah but we see frankie uh happens upon this abandoned ship with enough materials of metal and um gears and and wood and all this that he can sort of fix his body up in a way that it can run (laughs) i guess he i mean that's pretty crazy for him to have the mechanical and anatomical knowledge to like be able to make that work (laughs) like i mean yeah that's like psychotic um no but four years later the galley law company is is booming and we see a water seven that's much more resemblant to the one that we've seen um in current time and the galley law company's booming iceberg is is running it now everyone knows he's gonna be um he's gonna be the next mayor you know he's being nominated and everyone's oh we'd be so proud if he becomes the mayor and he's already got this big nice office and and we see that he's already got this secretary um, who is actually an evil government agent. Oh. <laughs> yeah, wow, it goes back far, doesn't yeah. it? Go far, yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, Cuddy, uh, a Cuddy Flom is here to see you. <laughs> He's like, hmm, Frankie, you sure that's the name that he gave? And she's like, yeah, really unsavory looking fellow. And he's wearing a Speedo. Oh, yeah, that's definitely him. Okay. Uh, get him out of here. Unsavory is such a funny way to describe somebody. <laughs> unsavory looking. <laughs> but he doesn't. He he tells him to run him off, but he does indeed meet him in uh, in private in the old Tom's Workers um, alcove under the bridge. And he's, oh, you got such a sad. What's that? What's with that sad joke of a body? Blah, blah. He's already insulting him. And <laughs> he's like, I, yeah, I, my body got fucked up, man. I found some scrap I metal. Up. I found some scrap metal and now I'm good. All right. So moving on. <laughs> um, and so he hears that he's got some sort of government contract or something. And he's like, the government's the one that killed Tom. And he's like, and just who made the weapons that trigger them to kill Tom? And he's like, man, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I still haven't forgiven you, motherfucker. Um, And (laughs) so they're still at odds a bit here. Um, But he he does he does still hand the the blueprints over to Frankie here. So this is confirmation now that Frankie has been given the the blueprints and is the current um, theoretical possessor of them. And so even though he's saying that he doesn't, uh, he hasn't forgave him and all this stuff, he's trusting him enough to give him the blueprint because the government's basically onto him. And he's aware that if he keeps them for any longer, that he 
uh, they're at risk of being lost to the government. And so Frankie's like, well, what's going to happen if they find like if, you know, they keep coming for you and you don't have them. And he's like, you're going to end up just like Tom. And he's like, yeah, okay, just get out of here, bro. (laughs) And um, he's like, well, if you if you have them, I mean, if they come for you, just just fucking give them the papers or or like burn them while they were watching like something to, you know, and he's like, come on, I can't do that shit. And he's like, uh, you know, Mr. Tom accomplished so much. And like for us to just give over this blueprint would be, you know, it, it would be an insult. We can't do that. And plus that uh, that woman, Nico Robin, possesses the ability to reactivate the existing weapons um, with her knowledge of, I guess, being able to read these poneglyphs. Uh-huh. And uh, so even so we've got to keep them at least as sort of a a counter to that threat, you know, so this it can't we can't just get rid of it. Uh, uh, and that's icebergs, I guess, reasoning for it. And, um, he's like, Oh, well you, you, uh, you sure you can trust me? What if I just build it? And he's like, well, I already gave it to you. So that should tell you how I feel. And he's like, you know, I still haven't forgiven you, but like, and then he start he finally like starts to break the walls down a bit as he like turns around and sort of, sort of walks away. And he's like, yeah, I, I haven't forgiven you, but I am still, you know, I care and I'm, I'm glad that you're alive. And like, he starts to cry and Frankie realizes that he's sort of breaking his walls down and that this is like a big moment for him to like see him alive again and like be tr- entrusting him with this. Yeah. Um, and he tells him to leave, but Frankie's like, I'm not going to leave. You can't, you can't make me leave. And we know that that is indeed the case. Frankie never left. <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we cut back to the real world, the current, the current world where Frankie has been utterly defeated. <laughs> and uh, you know, they're like, yeah, the the Tom guy, yeah, he was he was skilled, but he was also an out of control fish man, um, and he needed to be stopped. So. <laughs> Uh, it must it must be rough having to cover for such a crazy bitch like that, huh, Cuddy Swab? Jesus. <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, he's basically telling him, you know, there's a hundred other Navy troops that, that were injured, and and you were the culprit, um, but you were confirmed dead, so that accident was never answered for. But now we can just take you in as a criminal since we know that you're alive. So you can talk to us at your leisure about the blueprint while we take you to your doom. (laughs) (laughs) And so they report the incident to the director and the director gets on the phone. And who is the director? None other than Sparndorb. (laughs) Sparndorb. Spander. Yes, the chief. Cypher Pole 9 director, the big bad Spandum. Spandum, the guy who spilled pink paint on his head. <laughs> <laughs> the very same. Look, he's got a rapier. Maybe uh, maybe he does something with a rapier. Yeah, and it looks like he's still got yeah his face covered up from where he got beat to fuck by. Yeah, he's got a little <laughs> Phantom of the Opera thing going. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, it's been a, it, oh, god, I spilled my coffee, <laughs> stupid damn coffee. <laughs> oh god, it, are you there, uh, Cuddy Flom? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh man, it's been a while. Uh, who are you? Who who who's that? <laughs> it's me. It's your. Fr- it's that guy. You remember? Oh yeah, Sparnder. Sp- yeah, sp- oh yeah, Span Spanda. <laughs> oh, fuck you, bro. Just bring him in. Bring him in. <laughs> I'm done with this kid. And Usopp's like, wait, let him go. And Lucci looks over and he's like, my apologies. <laughs> Frankie's oh. like, that's all you got. Kaku's like, wait, you're one of the straw hats, aren't you? And we cut over to the galley law company that's still burning. Uh, like six chapters, eight chapters later. <laughs> Nobody's been able to put this out. They haven't. Been, the wind's too strong. What? Fuck, man. Flashbacks uh, only count as like two minutes in real life, though. True. Um, but then suddenly uh, a mysterious figure bursts out of the flames uh, yeah, through the window. Who's that legendary who's that? Pokemon? That's it. <laughs> it's fucking. It's uh, I was going to say that, but it's it's more like Suicune. Yeah, maybe. Well, it's actually Chopper. Everyone's like, what? It's a reindeer. <laughs> It's carrying Iceberg and Polly. And he looks and badass. And so- one of Zoro's swords in his yeah, mouth. He looks fucking sick. He looks like a beast. And he's like, oh, there's Nami. Must treat her. <laughs> Passes out. Everyone's like, we got we to gotta treat him. What should we do with the reindeer? Well, I oh, mean, dude, he's, he I saved their lives. It's alive. It's a little charred, but it's alive. Trying to check and see if Iceberg is... Got consciousness, do you see in that little panel there? What? Little hamster? Iceberg's little, hamster. little pet hamster. It's, it's I, oh, with yeah, him yeah. Look at that. By his yeah. side. Ty- oh, I didn't know because you just referred to him as the hamster. He has a name. Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> I forgot the name. Sorry, brother. Sorry, I didn't say, oh, Tyrannosaurus is checking on Iceberg. You should have. Yeah, I should have. Fuck my drag. Which sword? Is that Sandai Katetsu? Because that's a he says it later when he gives it back to him. Mm -hmm. If it's Sandai Katetsu, that's a cursed blade, which means Chopper successfully wielded a cursed blade. I think it is. I think Zoro literally says that he's like, "Oh, that's the curse. That's the yeah." I think he says something about it. (laughs) That's awesome. Treat him too. He saved their lives. He saved them. Oh my fucking! And then we got in the SBS asking. Oh, what if what if Sanji had the had the door door fruit? Then Nami could never take a bath again, could she? Uh. <laughs> and Oda's like, you're completely right. That'd be the end of the world as we know it. He'd be able to spy on the baths of all women in the world. Knock, knock on wood. Knock on wood. As if he's not completely in control of whether or not that happens. <laughs> he's a funny guy. Oh, there's a panel of Helmeppo there in the bottom yeah, right. Fucking rolled. Oh man, poor uh, I like how he says the guy in the seat behind me keeps firing the gum gum pistol. What should I do about it? And he's like, "That's definitely a problem." But that guy's Luffy, no mistake. So give him some meat, and I think he'll calm down. <laughs> yeah, we get Tanji and Sherry at the top too. Uh, but we got a cheeky little pre-chapter view of the little candle shack back on Little Garden, interesting enough, during a little limited run series number eight, The House in the Jungle. I, I love that little candle house in the he dinosaur jungle. 
That's pretty that's cool. That's so cool to me. Yeah. Yeah, he just created this thing that's like permanently there now. Like it's pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, the dinosaurs just walking around it. Like mm-hmm. they haven't destroyed it. Like yeah, yeah it's it's awesome. But uh, very quickly, swiftly, and easily, um, your boy Kaku takes out your other boy, Usopp. <laughs> oh, they got him. Damn. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck. This guy was my apologies. Uh, oh, my apologies. <laughs> so um, he's like, well, looks like you uh, left the Straw Hats, but you're still a pirate. So if you're a pirate, you're coming with us. And he's telling Khalifa to... Um, you know, I guess wrap him up, and then it looks like Kaku is about to just um, obliterate ye old um, Mary Go, much to the chagrin of Usopp, who's getting pissed off. But Kaku's not giving a fuck; he's not listening; he's not paying attention. So he opens the fucking doors, and he just pushes the Mary Go out into the sea. Kaku's um, a sociopath. Yeah, he's really. like. The, look at the look on his face just not not blank. like stern unchanging blank face just yeah. when we tell it's you like, something's no good you should listen you don't even see it land you just see it falling down and these horrible like smash cuts back and forth between the mary goes face on the masthead and Usopp's just like pained, bug-eyed, crying eyes. It's fucked up. And then he's literally just yeah, so Yeah, as distraught. soon as it touches the water, it's just absolutely demolished. I don't think that is... The stuff that we see, I don't think that... Those are just other derelict ships. That's why I was saying you can't even see it. It just oh, hits the ground and you... Or excuse me, yeah. hits the water. And but you the Mary is certainly dead. Yeah, like there's no... I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like it's worse... Because to see something get fucked up, like in a movie, like you see somebody get killed or something, it's it's scary and yeah, sad. it's lying. Seeing something, <laughs> yeah, seeing something get killed off screen can be so much worse and so much more impactful. So the fact that we, it's it's cl- it's definitely fucking gone. But to see, or to not get to see it, makes it even more like, oh, this was this was clearly a character. We found out that it had like a soul, essentially. And now it's dead and we can't even show it to you because that's how fucked up it is. Um, and he's just screaming out into the fucking sea. Melly! <laughs> um, and then we cut back to the Galilee headquarters and everybody's like, yay, Iceberg Sun's conscious. And, you know, Tyrannosaurus is like, speak, speak, speak. You know, he's happy that his, his, uh, his owner is alive. Polly and Chopper still knocked the fuck out, though, but they're... Uh, you know, at least acknowledging the fact that Iceberg is only alive because of the reindeer. And they're like, oh, but I think it's that Straw Hat crew's pet. Um, and Nami has woken up as well. And Kill him! <laughs> and they're like, oh, what? wait, should we cough or should we make her cough up the Straw Hat's location anyway? And they're like, oh, wait, Mr. Iceberg, you shouldn't move yet. And he's like already standing up and walking over to Nami. And he's like, men, give us some space. I'm going to talk to this girl alone. And then they like go off over to these trees to the side or something. Building still very much on fire. I mean, it looks like in the background, they're trying to take care of it, including Panda man who's, you know, on the scene to try and, um, he was running away fire. earlier, but now he's back to take help take care of. He was running away 22 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the flashback brother <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but I mean I guess it's still valid but uh, he says I want to talk to you about who is Panda Man 
<laughs> and he's like, or or she's like, what do you what do you mean? Like, do you know something? And he's like, when you came to this town, did that woman start acting strangely? And Nami's like, yeah. All of a sudden, right after we got to town, she disappeared. Then this morning, she'd become a criminal behind, uh, you know, your attempted assassination. And when some of our crew finally found her, she said she wouldn't be returning to us. We didn't know what was going on. So tonight we came here to ask her directly one more time why she's leaving the ship. And then we get a little brief flashback to her being like, to make my wish come true. If I stay with you people, this wish will never be fulfilled. Heartless. And she's like, what sort of wish can't be fulfilled because she's with us? <laughs> and then he's like, well, let me tell you what I know. And then we get another flashback to uh, very, very early on where the tall masked figure walks by and says, I'm with CP9. So they were saying I'm with CP9, not just the word CP9. Or I guess, is that even a word? It's more like a number. I mean, I guess it's a word. It's an acronym because it's Cypher Pull 9. So are acronyms words? He just says the acronym. Anyway, um, he he then goes on to say, at what must have been about the same time you first lost sight of Nico Robin, the government's operation had already begun. There's a reason behind that woman's actions, of course. But first, as you listen, bear in mind that both Nico Robin and I have the means to awaken an ancient weapon powerful enough to destroy the world. Probably not something he should just be saying out loud right now. But you know what? <laughs> He's mortally wounded. He's not thinking clearly. And Nami's just like, the world? Yelling. Yes, I mean, the world. fucking exclamation <laughs> points and stuff. And he's like, that's right. Uh, and then we get another flashback to the night where Nico Robin infiltrated his room. And um, she's getting like comms from the Cypherpole people. And they're like, there's a hitch in an operation. All members report to the bedroom at once. Whatever you do, do not shoot Iceberg yet. And he's like, the blueprints you people are after are fake. He's revealing to her that he, like before he'd even revealed it to, uh, or, or Polly had revealed it to Cypherpole later, he told Nico Robin here when she had first come into the room uh, to shoot him that they were fake. And, you know, even if you kill me, you're not going to get the blueprints. So if you're snooping around the Poneglyphs and trying to help the government, I got to stop you right here. Um, and she's like, I'm not it's not as if I'm looking for the Poneglyph so I can activate the weapon. I don't give a fuck about the weapon. I just want to know the history. And he's like, that's no excuse. You don't always need to have evil intentions to hurt people. If your simple desire is to know history uh, that leads to the destruction of the world, then you should die right here and now. And he's like, you saw the fate True. of the demons of O'Hara. You still want to chase after history? And she's like, what do you know about what happened? Uh, what, what, what the fuck do you know about O'Hara? You don't know shit. Yeah, you have I don't no know idea anything about O'Hara. How much You're... the world government has warped my life. If you hate the What's government O'Hara? so much, why are you helping them with this? And then she's just like, silent for a second. She's like, because there's a wish I want to fulfill, even if it means throwing everything away. In uh, in town, CP9 presented me with two conditions. The first was to pin the assassination on the Straw Hat Pirates. The second was to turn myself over to the government and obey their orders. And he's like, okay, well, you're a fucking goner if you do that. You've been on the run for 20 years. Why would you bother to fucking do that? And she's like, because CP9 was granted permission to activate a buster call against the Straw Hat Pirates just once. And he's like, what the fuck is a buster call? And she says that a buster call is an emergency order in which five vice admirals from Navy headquarters and 10 warships assemble at the same location. The target of such a national war-class military force cannot survive, which I I guess it's from the sounds of it. 
It. I don't be. I don't know. I mean, we've seen what one admiral can do. Five vice admirals, which are probably very comparable in strength, and then ten fucking warships, all just zeroing in on one place sounds pretty fucking like isn't Garp a vice admiral? Yeah, he Garp is. is. We we met another one. Uh, there was like an older lady with. Uh, oh yeah, the, the, the um, fleet admiral. Um, I can't remember her uh, name. Yeah, she. Was, I think yeah. she's one as well. I think um, we've met a couple captains other than that. Uh, yeah. And the captains have been strong. Smokers the captains have strong. been very strong. And I mean, we know uh, how strong Tina fucking Altiji is. So uh, fucking vice admirals yeah. gotta have some comparable strength. We don't know how strong Garp is, but... Uh, he got sliced real hard by fucking Morgan and was totally... Well, he was, he so was sleeping. That it's a, that's irrelevant. Yeah. He was sleeping, but he still got slashed. Like you can die, you can die in your sleep if somebody slashes you hard enough. It's actually probably more of a testament that he survived because he was asleep. Moving on, she says, even in the navy, only the three admirals and the lead of the navy, the fleet admiral, are able to exercise that kind of authority for a buster call. She notes that this time it was Admiral Aokiji who gave CP9 the right to activate it just this one time. So if she hadn't accepted the con- the conditions we would have been the target of the buster call. When she heard Aokiji's name, she just gave up. For the past 20 years, she says, she's been able to run away and survive no matter the circumstances because she had nothing to protect because she could just betray others and use them to take the fall for her. But now she just can't do it. She just can't do it. The company, excuse me, she says, I found companions who believe in me, in me, the life I once threw away, the heart I lost, the dreams I thought were dead. They bring these back to me every time. Then what is this wish of yours, he says. And she's like, myself accepted. I want the six remaining straw hats to sail from this island in safety. And she's like, yeah, you're, yeah. or he's like, and for that, you'll awaken a deadly weapon. You don't care what happens to the world. And she's like, I don't, I, I don't care. And he's like, stop talking. So you see it smashes back to the part that we'd seen before where oh. we didn't get all this dialogue where she's, he's like, stop talking nonsense. And he's just like, I couldn't pull the trigger. And he's like, can you believe it? Of everyone living on this planet, that woman chose to protect the six of you. And now he's like, oh my God, all for us. Oh. And he's like, now it appears, excuse me, now that it appears likely the blueprints for my weapon will be stolen as well. I can't rightly blame her, but, and then Nami just like passes out. He's like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm so happy. Robin, she didn't betray us. Mom. <laughs> and then he's like, I gotta go. She's like, I, I, I gotta go gather everybody and tell them right away. Thank you, Mr. Iceberg. He's like, wait, the Straw Hats are already defeated. What can you do now? And this is, this is fucking sick. This fucking lies. Pog. She's like, now you say? This starts now. Luffy and the others are fine. They can't be done away with that easily. We're going to get Robin back. Hesitating makes us weak. Now that we know she needs to be saved, our strength will be fucking infinite. <laughs> oh, Gert! Oh, Talk your shit, Nami. It. And then she and then she chops up Chopper out of Chopper. Everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on, lady? That guy's seriously Max, 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 Max! Wake up, Wake up Chopper!" chopper. <laughs> and then we get another cool flashback. This chapter is just fucking. There's 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 some sick fucking poggers going on here. So we cut back to another flashback between Sanji and Chopper earlier, and uh, Sanji's telling Chopper, you know, go meet up with Luffy and the others, tell them everything about what just happened, and then uh, you know, it's from what we saw before. He's like, what about you? And he's like, I'm knocking around on my own for a while. Don't do anything. Uh, I'm not going to do anything rash or crazy. 
And he's like, do you think Robin hates us? And he's like, Chopper, you better remember one thing. And he's like, huh? And he's like, real men can forgive the lies women tell. I was like, oh, what a cool thing to say and then walk away. <laughs> uh, and then it, the flashback uh, like dissolves and it's at the blue station and the last train for Ennis Lobby, which departs at 11 p.m., um, is about to, uh, I mean, I guess not set sail, set off, or I guess technically it's set sail. Well, there's no sail, so it's not setting sail. That's, that's set steam. But uh, we see Nico Robbins here steam. with the, the government uh, copper dogs, and we get a little silhouette Corgi, the literal of dog. our boy Mr. Prince in the wings, uh, giving a, a, a little bingo as he lights his ziggy. <laughs> oh, and then wait, there's a... Uh, there's a in the that's the title of the, the chapter fucking, bingo oh the next one but in the SBS, no the one that no this one the one that uh, oh 359 fair, the title fair, of the chapter fair. is bingo there's a a person in the sbs who's like oda sensei i've got a friend who tells me i saw oda sensei uh apparently you were standing by a magazine rack at a convenience store perusing a dirty magazine well don't worry about it i always figured you were that kind of guy heart hey 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 that's probably how you research nami's physique right like what (laughs) and then he's like how rude as if i just stand around in the store reading magazines like that how uncouth i'd buy them (laughs) (laughs) cancel oda Can't no, he, no, there's nothing wrong with nudie mags, guys. Perverted old man. Nudie mags are pog. Uh, and then we see that um, he seems to uh, have taken some um, some inspiration for Water Seven from uh, the very city that uh, Will was talking about earlier, Venice, Venice, Italy. Oh yeah, it's a, it's funny. He says he hasn't actually been there though, mm-hmm. and um, yet is still able to make such a incredible. Um, homage to it in water seven well he's also like 360 chapters in i think the manga is pretty successful at this point Mm -hmm. Uh, the man just works himself so hard i think he just uh (laughs) he never found the time that's fair yeah because i'm sure he would have the money to go i'm i'm i i highly doubt that this guy's not well off i mean honestly at this point i would say he's probably rich but excuse me He's probably still just one of those. He probably does the exact same does, thing. Yeah, like he hasn't done. changed at all. He probably still gets cheap food to like eat while he's drying and stuff, and doesn't have like any fancy clothes or like a super fancy place or anything. Like Asmund Gold of the manga world, dude. That's <laughs> true. This guy Asmund's rich as fuck and just it doesn't give a fuck. Still, he still lives in his mom's attic. <laughs> like, I mean, that's just uh, he's saving money. That's smart, low key. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's how you secure generational wealth, right mm-hmm. there. He could, he could, but he could just buy his mom a new house and then just continue living in the attic of that house, and just be like, "Yeah, boom." That's if what I would do. You I'd can buy stand my, my your parents. House. That's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah. Well, we we see that um, that Miss Golden Week looks like she lost her parents and. <laughs> 
She's standing on That's the edge of this. Such a reach. This guy is just reaching for these breach after transitions. It's not a reach. She's a little girl. She, 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 I haven't seen any. Have you seen her parents? Yeah, okay. where she, is, was, she wasn't parents? with her parents. Mr. Two is certainly nobody's parents. Okay. And this seagull's like, wait, where are your parents, kid? Oh, and she's like, God. newspaper, please. Where's the <laughs> leak, man? Um, so this is Miss Golden Week's pre-chapter now. Sure. Miss Golden Week's big plan, a Baroque reunion. Let's go. Ooh. Oh, that does and that mean the Baroque works together. are back? Yeah. Yeah. Uh who's gonna be the leader this time? Is it gonna be Miss Golden Week? <laughs> Probably the uh, best choice. No, I think She's it's gonna be. be I think it's gonna be uh, Miss Miss Coochie Wednesday. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect reactions. Just both. Uh, I love it. I love it. Exactly what I would have wanted. All right. Well, anyway, back in the real chapter, Corgi Boy is pushing not or uh, not <laughs> not Nami, Nico Robin uh, onto the train. Uh, hurry up and take her away, guys. The woman who's been on the run for 20 years. <laughs> Good of you to finally surrender. <laughs> um, yeah, and Sanji looks on and he's like, all right, I got to take care of this. She's obviously going to be escorted away, but, um, you know, if she wanted to, she could probably wiggle out on her own. But maybe there's some sort of reason that she can't run. Oh, she must be waiting for me to come and save her like her prince. <laughs> and he has this like flashback or this like fantasy of him saving her. And she's like in this uh, skimpy white dress with a tiara crying, waiting for him. And like his face as he's having this fantasy is like twisted into this disgusting like. He uh, looks like eyebrows the, or eyelashes the fucking camel. He does. He looks like he's got a camel face. He's She's riding doing on it a on purpose because she wants me to save her. Uh, and he's like laughing and puffing hearts of smoke out. <laughs> oh my god, that's true. Meanwhile, Corgi and CP9 are rolling up and <laughs> CP9's holding uh, two bags of people, which is, one is clearly Usopp screaming out <laughs> as loud as he can. <laughs> Sanji's like, oh, shit, man. Now I got to go on this train. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bluno is just carrying them in. And uh, Sanji's like, OK, uh, I'm going to I'm I'm going to I got a plan. Let me let me work this out. And then we, we cut a, we cut back over to Chopper, who is awake now and has been informed by Nami of the situation with Robin and is very elated. And is uh, sparkle eyed saying, Robin doesn't hate us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Everybody's looking on like, it's a raccoon. Now. It, turned it, turned into into, a raccoon. it turned into a raccoon. Oh, hey, it turned into a raccoon. Okay, well. Well, let's go. Let's get them. Where are they? And can, we, can I just say, I just want to say, I don't understand what the fuck is wrong with everyone in this series because he does not look anything like a raccoon. He has no eye mask. He has hooves and two big ass antlers. Well, well, it's, he it's has, a raccoon. It doesn't have a tail. It's a, it's a, it, it says raccoon, but it, it, it means a tanuki, which is a raccoon dog. Yeah, but he doesn't um, look like a tanuki either. 
I mean, he doesn't not look vaguely like. He looks no, kind of like they're dumb as fuck. He looks nothing. He like looks like Tanuki Mario. He does not. He, he looks ha- like, Tanukis don't uh, have hooves. There's like this like kind of classic like uh, Tanuki statue that um you know it it's not it looks less like a real. I'm sending a one. picture of a Tanuki. I, yeah, I sent a the, picture. Oh, of you it. just sent that. I see. He doesn't look like that. He, you know, well, like you wouldn't think you he's know. a deer. You, certainly, you certainly wouldn't think I he's think, a deer. No, I think it's a running. I think it's on purpose. I think it's a running joke that they're saying that when he so clearly and obviously doesn't look like one. I think well, whenever he, he turns he into look- man form, they're like, "Oh, well, he looks oh, like a gorilla." gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> which I is mean, true. He does. I mean, maybe more like a gorilla than a tanuki, but still. But the point is, is you wouldn't look at him and be like, "Oh, a deer." Yeah, I, I would. I absolutely only would. In his I'd, travel be like, he's a, I'd be like, he's a only little in deer. his walk point. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a little deer. He has antlers. He's a man. This reminds me of that fucking How scene in Talladega Nights. Attached to the hat. This is this is okay. That's fair. That's fair. I'm but at the same time, I, he was a man. He had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> the baby, baby version. The baby best. Jesus. Baby chopper. <laughs> Dear sweet little sweet little baby, baby Jesus, chopper. barely. Barely three months old, can't even speak yet. <laughs> Eyes barely open. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Um, they're gonna go look for Luffy and Zoro now and so that they can go save Robin. And Iceberg's like, you know, I'm not going to stop you from going after Robin, but I'll tell you this. That sea train, the uh, it's for the transportation of government personnel only. It departs at 11 tonight, and it's very likely that they're going to be on that train. Um <laughs> I'm not going to stop you, but here, let me help you out. <laughs> <laughs> so here's everything that you need to know. Anyway, um, Aqua Laguna is on its way. So that's the last train. So if you don't get on that train, you're stuck here. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, wait, 11 o'clock. What time is it now? 1030. Fuck! can we just stop that train for a little? And he's like, yeah, it's a government train. Do you remember the whole thing with the, with the government? What's happening with the whole government situation here? (laughs) Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's going to go when it goes. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, know, the whole government totally sucks. You motherfucker. Like, I don't understand. And like, okay, we got to get to the trace, the, the station and persuade Robin face to face. There's no other way. And uh, and he's she's like, okay, this is the direction that Luffy and Zoro flew off in. Go search there. <laughs> Her navigational skills, uh, skills coming in handy. And Polly's like, hang on. I'll help you. Everybody help this girl out. And everyone's like, wait, Polly, what are these are criminals? And he's like, nah, man, the criminals, they were with us all along, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no way, man. He's like, yeah, the straw hats, they they helped us. They're the ones that saved us, even. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna help them find their comrades. Take Fuck some yeah. responsibility. Come on, Galley Lock Company. Let's do it. Yeah, and so yeah, the gal- like the the fucking the monologue, the fucking uh, the battle speech of a real crewmate sounds like a straw hat. I don't know. Yeah, Leslie, let's go. Leslie, Johnny. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Give us orders, J- J- uh, Django Fett. We'll help. Um, <laughs> they're going to grab the bulls and they're going to get looking. So, yeah, and we see everybody on the Galley Lock Company 
and and Chopper wielding Zoro's sword, <laughs> yelling for Luffy, Chopper, or Luffy, Zoro, and, and, and Sanji. And then you saw, please come back. <laughs> and he's like, you guys try too. And everyone's like, Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, you saw, please come back. <laughs> um, yeah. And so they're all, everybody's searching together. And, and it looks like the train to Ennis lobby has already been fully boarded by everybody, including CP nine and the prisoners, um, the straw hat prisoners and Frankie. And uh, and it, and they're about to depart since um, the seas look like they're getting pretty rough, maybe extra rough, even for an Aqua Laguna. And Sanji realizes that this is maybe his last chance as the train will depart soon. And so he's like, all right, got to make his decision. Nobody's here, but the train's leaving. And he decides to to gun it for the train, presumably. And then we get a cut over to <laughs> our uh, our search our searchies in question and uh, of Luffy and Zoro, and they're both just <laughs> they're both stuck. <laughs> you get they're both dumb, in a, but Luffy's face is the O. Yeah, Luffy's face <laughs> as he's stuck in the, for the second time in between two buildings. Like, like how? the buildings, the buildings here are perfectly designed to stick Luffy in between them so he can't <laughs> get out. Oda Oda loves to strangely incapacitate Luffy for yeah. several chapters at a time. Yeah, funny. truly. It's his his worst enemy is is the environment, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but Zoro too. I mean, and Zoro's stuck in a fucking <laughs> chimney. In a chimney, yeah. And and if he imagine being upside down this long, your blood would start to run to your head. Like your your body it, would start getting yeah, fucked up. You'd yeah. die pretty quick. I think. Pretty. Yeah, I, think I so, mean, yeah. you wouldn't be able to survive more than like several hours, maybe maybe like a day. Yeah. Um. um <laughs> five to ten minutes can be deadly to some. Uh, twenty-four hours can cause you to suffoc like suffocate your organs. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty scary. Honestly, yeah, that's I I once I started because I mean the daily inversions down. are good for you. Like actually, like inverting yourself for like a a short amount of time is good. But yeah, prolong. It's like it. Uh, anything in excess will fuck you up. Especially that, especially if you're stuck to, because I'd imagine on top of being like that, the blood is rushing everywhere. If you're also stuck, you'd probably be panicking too. And I, I, I can't imagine anything worse than like having a panic attack in a super claustrophobic stuck situation like that. Cause then there's no way for you to like get out and calm yourself down. Like try fucking deep breathing while you're upside down, stuck in a fucking chimney. Like, I don't think so. Even Floyd. Oh my God, this guy. The, the deepest deep cut, cut of them the all. Deepest, the, the deep Floyd Collins cut. Look the, it up. Look is it, it up. Is it really a deep cut if you keep referencing? This is like the actually like the fifth time Floyd Collins has been referenced. It's still, it's, it's still a deep cut because no fucking body is going to know what. I, okay, listeners, tweet at us. If you know what Floyd Collins is. When you didn't fucking Google it, tweet at her Twitter. Well, no, tweet at us if you know what Floyd, Floyd Collins, Collins is. is. All right, 
We'll see. That's a deep. <laughs> we'll see. Show. We'll see. We'll Actually, see. I want. I want to. I, I hope. I hope there's some listener out there who's been tracking. It's going to be like twenty years from now. Cuts. You're going to get a notification on your phone. It's going to be like I know what Floyd Collins is. I've. Uh, I watched somebody. I'll be like, what Floyd the fuck? Collins in high school. <laughs> he died in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> Skeets Miller. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> we get a, another Miss Golden Week pre-chapter, and and look, she's got some companions that are also on the island with her. It's Mister Five, Mister Five, and Miss. Uh, which one is that? Wednesday Valentine's Day. Miss Valentine's Day. Yeah, um, the booger, look- the booger blower. They look like they've become very caveman-esque. It looks like they've been on Survivor all 39 days, and they made it to the final three. Well, mostly just Um, her, because he's just shirtless. She's the one who Except Miss Golden Week. Miss Golden Week looks very pristine. Yeah, she looks fine. They've been fighting dinosaurs, apparently. Yeah. Um, But this is their first time figuring out that the Baroque Works has been destroyed uh, and, and outed. Um, like, oh, these are my comrades. Hang on. I've never even seen these guys. <laughs> yeah, and there's like no Mr. Two, I noticed as well. Uh-huh. It's got like all their pictures, including the fucking dog <laughs> cannon. <laughs> the cannon. <laughs> but no Mr. Two. True. Poor Mr. Two. Anyway. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with them later. Uh, every everybody and the galley lock company. Oh, I'm sorry, Mister Three, not Mister Two. Uh, Mister Two is the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Mister Three is the wax man. Yeah, yeah, and the galley lock company and and Chopper and and Nami, they're all searching for Zoro and Sanji and Luffy. Everybody's just yelling. Oh, we're actually we're looking for you because we're friends now. I I know we were. We were trying to mob you before, but now we're friends. So come on out. Um, but nobody's found him yet. We cut back over to the train, and uh, you know they're like, "Oh, hang on, uh, everybody's here, and you know the the seas are getting pretty rough out there. Do you mind if we depart?" And Lucci's like, "Yeah, you know, I've been here for five years, but..." Fuck this place. I don't give a <laughs> shit about it. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and so they're about to take off as as Sanji rolls up on this very um elegant and like luxurious <laughs> waiting area for this train. Every like the architecture here is so like fucking almost like royal. Um anyway, it looks like either he's in heaven or something. Um and so he's going to he's going to board the train, uh, presumably. And, uh, you know, but he's got to he's got to smoke a cigarette and contemplate on it first as it chug chugs away. Um, and uh, Nami rolls up onto what appears to be the station as well. And she's going to try to stop Robin. And it looks like she arrives just a moment too late. And the train has departed but there is no sanji anywhere on this deck where robin has arrived as she saw the train leaving so uh we are to assume that sanji made it onto the train before it got away and it looks like nami is upset and crying here and polly's like oh man 
poor thing. You didn't make it, huh? Uh, they departed early. Uh, yeah, I guess the seas were pretty rough. You know, they must have saw the forecast. And, you know, I, I, I hate to tell you this, but the Ennis lobby, that's the kind of place where, oh, you're crying? Oh, well, I get it. And then she <laughs> busts out, I'm following that thing! <laughs> she, like, screams out, like, her eyes wide out, like, fists in the air. Everyone's like, wait, she was just pissed! <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forgive those government goons! <laughs> um, and then she's like, lend me a real strong ship! And Polly's like, okay, come on, you crazy bitch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How many times do we gotta tell you about this Aqua Laguna shit? And he's like, plus... From what I've been seeing, this high tide, I mean, so the Aqua Laguna is already on a scale that you've never seen. But this one, you can tell it's going to be different because they get waylaid here by a gigantic wave in a very high ground. And he's like, yeah, this is not looking good. (laughs) This is looking extra bad. (laughs) But Nami's like, we need a ship. (laughs) We're stopping them. Um, he's like, yeah, this is faster. This is, this shit's not normal. And they're like, wait, uh, this, this, uh, shipwright from the galley law company comes up and he's like, hang on, somebody left this letter for you. You're Nami, right? And she's like, wait, a letter from who? Uh, I'm surprised you found such a small note. And then you see that the, <laughs> that Sanji like graffitied this giant wall <laughs> in order to leave a note that says, Nami, read this. If you're not Nami, don't read it, idiot. And like points, <laughs> points an arrow down to where he left this note on the bottom. I'm surprised the note didn't blow away. Maybe he like uh, taped it on there real good or something. <laughs> he might have like stuck it underneath the paint bucket or something. Yeah, okay. Well, what did it, what does it say? And it says, I confirm that Robin is on the sea train that's leaving at 11, so I'm going to board it too. <laughs> and she's like, Sanji's on the train. All right, well, if Sanji's on the train and he's with Robin, then we know we can get there, no doubt about it. All right. <laughs> just like the utter confidence that they have like with their, like it's just like crazy. Like, oh, Sanji's yeah, on it. Yeah, I then we're we're fine then. Everything's <laughs> fine. Then we're chilling. Sanji's alone on a government on a completely government run train that's holding multiple captives, including the CP9 people that were literally dominating everybody all around here and jumping from building to building through <laughs> the city. We're chilling. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we see Sanji, he, he's, uh, he is indeed on the back of this train and he's a little upset because he can't even get a nice cigarette smoke in because the water's busting around everywhere. And one of the, one of the government members, uh, walks out the back and he's uh, in order to, I guess, check out how the, how the storm is looking. He's like, Oh wow, it really is storming out here. And he sees a, <laughs> a smiling Sanji looking back at him and he's <laughs> just this moment that they share where they make eye contact and then without saying anything, Sanji just smacks this guy <laughs> through the fucking back train back of the train. And, Who are you? Sanji's like, oh what? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. so Sanji's about to run through this train like the like the Tower of Terror. Yeah. You got the the Mugen train Sanji arc. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> uh 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 miss golden week seems to be packing uh she wants to go bust the rest of the baroque works out of jail 
Um, and she's kind of surprised. She's the relaxed one, right? But she's like, let's go bust him out of jail. And she's like <laughs> calmly packing her suitcase uh, as Mr. Five <laughs> and Miss Valentine's Day are like, what? No, we can't do that. No. Um, so back on the train, uh, 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 Sanji is um, uh, staring down all of these uh, uh, CP9 agents uh they're like whoa who's this guy report him to lucci right away um you know he kicks one of them into the wall uh and then he's faced with probably the greatest challenge that anyone has ever faced on the entire series (laughs) Um, and this will be one of the most epic fights uh throughout the whole series they really this is one piece is peaking right here this is jerry (laughs) cp6 intelligence member this guy right here from this Karate Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an island known for its karate, and I'm the yeah. best one there. Get it? <laughs> uh, and and Sanji is inadvertently blowing smoke in Jerry's face because he's real tall. He's looming over Sanji. Um, he's, he's from the South tall, Blue, too, too, too uh, uh, from an island known for its karate, and he's the best one there. You get it? <laughs> He's yeah. a boxing champion. Yeah. <laughs> so do some karate. Island. <laughs> yeah, and Sanji's like, so do some karate. And and Jerry commences boxing. He uh he's got wiggly arms. Um uh and he he, he seems to unleash like a, a a flurry of punches uh towards Sanji. Um uh Sanji dashes between his 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 legs and Jerry stoops down and 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 looks underneath his legs. Um he's like, "Oh, just cuz I'm tall, don't think uh, uh uh I haven't ever had to deal with this before." As he leans down and and talks to him uh while looking through his legs. "My boxing style's actually better in narrow places. Here's my yoga style." And um, yoga he, style. <laughs> he folds his legs over his head. Uh, and Sanji's like, now your swing's shorter. And he's like, oh yeah, that's what you think. And it was actually, <laughs> it was actually him winding up a kick. He was actually kicking. Uh, uh, so he, yeah, he goes for the screw drop kick. Oh, actually, Sanji's he's like, an MMA fighter. Yeah. He's like, I thought you were a boxer. I thought you were, <laughs> did karate. Um, uh, and then he one shots Jerry. So the, thus concludes the epic duel. That uh, was, Sanji, that was insane, dude. Sanji Best action. Jerry. That yeah. was the best action in the series so far. So far, and I, I, I hate to spoil it for you. That's as good as it gets. You can oh, stop. We can just Damn. stop. Yeah. All right, Jerry. guys. Well, we're gonna bring the sales to half mass for the second it's, time. Yeah. No, we're bringing the sales to to zero mass. It's over. No, brother, zero mass. We're gonna be stranded in the ocean. Yeah, it's over. It's done. Fuck. All so right. anyway, we, we get Corgi here, starting with the last car, Seven. Uh, the one responsible for the government officials is, is a boxer from Cypher Pole called Jerry. They get stronger the further you go up the train. The Tower so Jerry, of Terror. Jerry's actually the weakest. In charge of the, the 40 Navy men, Car 5 is a, a former, uh, ca- or no, is Navy headquarters captain and former knight T-Bone. And Can we take four... a, uh, just a quick second here to note that um, Lucci's pigeon has like a fucking admiral like jacket on? I, or just I like love, a jacket love, like yeah. the characters like on the shoulders. Like, on the cross, just looking like, yeah, yeah. All right. he, yeah. He, he matches Lucci, yeah. He does, yeah. He's on his own um, too. Like he's not even on Lucci's shoulder. He's like yeah. sitting there listening, like <laughs> perched on the chair. What if yeah. the fucking pigeon can do Shigan? 
or Tekai or Rian Kyaku. <laughs> wait, what is it? So uh, on on car four is a uh, head waiter of the voyage, Wayne Z, and then uh, on car three is uh, the newest member of CP Nine, Nero. Um, uh, so it kind of as you progressively go up the 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 you know the train to meet Luchi, Sanji has to go through like a video game like level of Tower bosses. of Terror, yeah, yeah, Tower of Terror bosses. Um, uh, uh, cut back to to Chopper uh, and Nami. Nami's explaining uh, where Sanji went. The the Galley Laws now invested in helping them. Uh, complete one eighty from when they were about to hang them, uh, maybe twelve hours ago. Right. Uh, yeah, they're calling. They're searching for the friends. They're looking for everybody. Um, you know, they're trying to keep Iceberg informed. They sent two people to get Iceberg informed about what's going on. Um, you know, the brain's just getting worse and worse and worse, uh, as everyone just continues to look for, for, for Zoro and, and, and Luffy, um, until someone's like, wait, look at that. What, what, what is it out there? And it's, uh, it's Kokoro, Kokoro chimney in, in Gone Bay, uh, uh, staring out he's and like looking. perched up while fucking chimney and gombe are flying away. <laughs> yeah despotically into the storm you know just uh uh dead inside look um <laughs> yeah kokoro monster face weird kokoro things um you know i was wondering just how bad it would be this year um but you you look and and apparently uh the water ebbs out as well uh, uh, so it looks like the rest of the city is revealed, and you see like all the old city, um, and the 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 beach. Um, and she's like, I haven't ever seen anything like this. You can see like all the ancient city. Um, and they're like, Whoa, can the tide really go out that far? Um, uh, so this is this is like a ungodly storm, even by their standards. They're used to big storms. This mm-hmm. one's the. This one's the be all end all. Um, uh, but there, uh, uh, who got kicked off the island into these these ruins, and thankfully the tide has been washed away, uh, stuck between two buildings, exactly where we last saw him is Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> and Kokoro has found Luffy. She's like, "Oh, isn't that the Pirate King?" He's <laughs> 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 chilling down there, and um. Yeah, uh, Nami goes to, to, to go get him, but Kokoro warns that the Laguna is coming back. Uh, uh, she actually looks concerned there. So, yeah, we'll, 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 uh, uh, yeah it looks like Nami might drown. <laughs> so casual. Yeah, um, the, the Aqua Laguna is coming. The, big, so the cool. biggest wave you've done, ever done seen, done it? Around the mountain when it comes. And you know who else is coming? Miss Golden Week. She's coming to the prison to save everybody from Baroque work. She's got this pterodactyl. She's made her friend with the with the yellow green color of friendship. The, the yellow green color of friendship, boy. And she unexplained power. <laughs> yeah. Um with her painty powers, she made this uh pterodactyl her their fly friend and and she taught it. HM05 fly and now they're now they're okay. on their way. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens with them when they break into prison and die. Uh but you know who else is gonna die? Nami and Luffy when this giant wave comes in. Nami is running full speed trying to find trying to get to Luffy that she's that Kokoro has just discovered in between these two buildings. 
And just in time uh, with that, Chopper has discovered a sea anemone poking out of a, what, what appears to be a chimney. Wait, that's not a sea anemone. That's Zorro. <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, the reindeer's running into the l- fucking lower part too. <laughs> They're all going to die. Uh, <laughs> and Kokoro looks on as uh, she can't really stop them. And everyone, and, um they're they're telling the people not to chase them either because uh the more people that go the polly's like yeah you'll just you'll just die along with them and um they see overhead the wave is is already coming in this monstrous like uh tsunami like double size tsunami level wave um that's coming in onto the town here and, and it's already so close so they're running out of time very swiftly but Chopper and Nami both seem to arrive at the spot that they need to in order to communicate with uh, their respective crewmates that they're trying to save. And Nami starts lecturing Luffy because <laughs> that's all she can really do in this situation. So she's trying to light a fire under his ass here. And um, <laughs> Luffy's like, hey, Nami, you don't, you're not going to believe this. I got sent by that pigeon guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fly, flew right in between these things and got stuck <laughs> um, and then Nami tells Luffy like uh, stop fucking around Luffy <laughs> we gotta go save Nico Robin she is uh, she's in trouble she did all this for us and she's planning to die to save us so can you please just like uh, just get come on <laughs> let's go <laughs> She did this to protect us from a government attack, and now we have to protect her from being executed by the damn government. So uh, squeeze your way out of there, Bozoi. Bozoi! (laughs) Bozoi. And he's like, wait, then Robin was lying? And she's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I'm so glad! (laughs) Um, And so Chopper is now trying to rescue Zorro. And he can't pull him out. He's trying to pull him out and brute force his way out. And uh, it's not working. He's like, you're going to tear me in half. And he's like, wait, you've got my sword, right? And he's like, uh, and then this is when he says, yeah, oh, yeah, it's that it's that sword. I know there's something off about that sword. Um, so you ha- so you held on to it for me then, huh? Oh, well, thanks. Put it in my hand. And so I think that, yeah, he's confirming that is indeed the cursed blade. Um but he hands it to Zoro, and so now Zoro has sword in hand, and so uh, he'll be fine. He's a Superman when he's got a sword in his hand. <laughs> and Luffy, with the knowledge of having of uh, Nico Robin's situation now being re- relayed to him, has found the strength to s- fucking push these buildings apart from each other. Like and then slings his way up onto the highest point uh, uh, of the buildings near him, grabs onto Nami and Spider-Man's his way out of there. Um, meanwhile, Zoro hits the fucking chimney that he was stuck in now that his sword is in hand with the one, one sword style 36 caliber Phoenix and busts that shit all the way in half. And then uh, um, Chopper activates his jumping point and uh, grabs Zoro out of the air and jumps to safety. And so Luffy and and Chopper and Nami and Zoro all arrive on the top of the bridge 
um, the, the main, uh, the main back alley bridge, um, in what appears to be safety. And everyone's like, Oh yeah, they, they, they made it all the way up to the, um, there's no way the water will reach up that far to the great bridge. They made it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the fucking gigantic wave just crashes in onto the great bridge that there's no way that it could make it up to and just sends the entire thing catapulting downwards in a pile of rubble along with all the rest of the buildings underneath that presumably have survived years and years of Aqua Laguna waves. And so just showing a testament to how brutally intense this one apparently is. Mm. And, uh, and the straw hats are dead. Okay, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're, yep. Yeah. The Galileo company's like the straw hats. They're dead. They were swallowed up by the aqua looking. Oh, wait, hang on. Look, it's Polly. It's yeah, Paul. There was one more straw hat was you a... weren't taking account of. <laughs> In the end, the greatest straw hat was Polly. <laughs> he saved the straw hats here, grabs them with his ropes, his rope dart skills, <clears throat> pulls them out, <laughs> pulls them out of the wave, um, and. Yeah, the the Straw Hats are saved by Polly here. Polly is now officially a member of the Straw Hats. Yep. <laughs> but the water is still perfect. coming. The bridge is still breaking, so they are not out of trouble. They have to dart it away back to where the Galley Law Company, the rest of the Galley Law Company, was sitting, and um, they do make it out of out of harm's way into safety. Um, but they look back and see the the current and the high tide rising all around them, and you know, they they realize like that's not a single. Uh, uh, that's there's going to be more waves. That's not the only wave that's yeah. coming in. Um, there's going to be a second. There's going to be a third. And we all need to get the fuck out of here. We need to go Shit's as bad. high as possible, or we or hold the fuck up somewhere high, or we're done for. Um, but they're still surprised and shocked that these guys made it out alive. And uh, Kokoro, most of all, she's like, yeah, I can't fucking believe that you <laughs> that you did that shit. Uh, and Luffy's like, it's the monster lady. <laughs> you, so you were here the whole time, huh? She's like, yeah, well, if we were out there, we'd probably be dead. So <laughs> Chimney's like, you're a cool pirate guy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Zoro is yelling at Chopper, who was just like uh, posted up. <laughs> crotch to Zoro's face as they ran away from the wave. <laughs> you were suffocating me, you motherfucker. <laughs> and Chopper is just like foaming at the mouth. He's just in shock that they're still alive. Um, and uh, um, Luffy's like, wait, were you running from the wave? Like, what happened to you, Zoro? And he's like, well, no, I, I uh, it was kind of a funny story, actually. And Chopper's like, he was stuck in a smokestack. <laughs> and Luffy's like, you were stuck in a smokestack, you fucking loser. And Zoro's like, uh, f- yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> and Nami's like, yeah, you were stuck in between two buildings. So you're both idiots. <laughs> yeah. As she stretches his face <laughs> and he's like, not even cons- like his, he's just so used to it. Now he just continues to talk to Sanji <laughs> uh, or he just continues to talk yeah. to Zoro. Where's, like, Sanji, where's and- Sanji? I where's- mean, where's Sanji? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, we got a lot to tell you. And so he t- they they fill um, Zoro and Luffy in on the details of where Sanji and Nico Robin and everyone is. And so they're like, okay, all right. Well, then there's no other option then. Give us a ship. We got to go. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Polly's like, are you fucking kidding me, man? The all, Okay, you guys, listen. The only ship that's going to sail on, on these waves at all is going to be the Puffing Tom. And that shit, that's gone. I mean, there's no other ship like it. So I don't know what you're going to do. And uh, you saw, I mean, you saw what just happened with that wave. Like, you, you're not going to sail on that shit. Like, what are you talking about? Everyone's like, yeah, he's right. There's no way you're all going to, you're crazy. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to (laughs) die. Even the biggest galleon would get shattered to smithereens in in one of those waves. And he's like, you got to wait until morning. And then uh, Nami's like, yeah, we can't wait until morning. Like they're going to Ennis lobby. Like that's where like nobody makes it out of there. It's, it's a court in name alone. It's basically just like a, a conveyor belt of criminals where they're sent either to the, the, the headquarters or uh, a torture chamber underneath the water and uh, call them Pell down. Apparently some great prison underwater and nobody ever that no criminal that's ever sent there ever sees the light of day again, which Kokoro mentioned in the flashback before. And so we can't wait until morning. We've got to stop her before she makes it there. And he's like, well, if you already know that much, then you know that you can't go to Ennis Lobby because even if you had a ship that could somehow sail on this place because you're picking a fight with the heart of the world government. (laughs) You're picking a fight with the greatest power in all of the nations. Uh, And so you're just going to, I mean, no. (laughs) And then you just see like the look on Luffy's face and he sort of has this moment where he lets them sort of talk like just give up on the idea you can't sail blah 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 you'll have zero chance and then he speaks up finally and he's like all right well then we'll just steal a ship because we're <laughs> setting sail now so and he like takes fighter position everyone on Galileo company's like oh um <laughs> scary <laughs> and he's like yeah it, but luffy he's lost a lot in this arc, um, presumably. And he's not willing to lose another crewmate if he doesn't have to, or if there's any chance that he can save it. And then Kokoro, in her drunken stupor, (laughs) butts into the conversation um, and says that, that Luffy is in the wrong. And it's just as Polly says. And Luffy's like, shut up bitch (laughs) this ain't got nothing to do with you and she's like if i just left you all to your own devices you'd all be dead as fuck (laughs) she's like come on just come with me i got another c train for you oh shit (laughs) kokoro's got a proto a proto row type She's a rocket man. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, well, we get a we get a panel of Miss Golden Week here, 
in the next chapter, taken off on her new pterodactyl friend. And it looks like the giants are are uh, are giving them a hearty farewell. <laughs> now you got Dory there. Dory. And he's like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Five's like, fuck! He's gonna grab me! <laughs> Have a good trip! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so they, they made it off the island. And the only one that's concerned is uh, Mr. Five. <laughs> but you know um we see our we see our boy span damn he is not my boy let's let's get that fucking straight. you don't like spandom no he's a fucking asshole he's fucking he he um, he literally got big fucking puffing tom the big the big the big the fucking well everybody has their warts Okay. Look at is you this guys, his no you're running fucking joke of loving these fucking bumbling idiot antagonists I will Look not at these elephants yeah they... I was about to say how can you hate someone with such a happy purple elephant uh because the person because the person who owns him is a fucking isn't that right funk freed as oh he freed as he starts like trunking his hair scorbin hyben yeah, well, he's he's won the day. Spandam is the victor of today. He's got he's got Cuddy Flom. He's got the location of the blueprints. He's got Usopp. He's got Nico Robin. <laughs> Most importantly, he picked up Usopp. That's a big bounty right there. Um, <laughs> the back of Usopp's <laughs> head is worth a uh, hundred million. Hundred million right there. Um, yeah, the, he's got the only two p- people in the world who have the key to reviving the ancient weapon of Pluton. And he's on his way to headquarters um, where he will receive a hero's welcome. And he's got his his disciples here, his his crew of superhuman uh, steel fingered uh, CP9 members. Um, Spandam is the god uh, of this. Uh, Spandam is str- much stronger than Enaru. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll see if Sanji can maybe measure up to that strength as he is Tower of Terroring his way through this train right now. Uh, he's in car six. Um, he's made some some progress here, and it looks like he's continuously uh, one-shotting all of these guys. <laughs> and he's uh, in in very Hunter x Hunter style. He's made his way to Usopp and Frankie, um, and discovered them here as they're tied up. And he's finally found a transponder snail, so he can get his uh, get a message maybe out to Nami, which is all he cares about. He doesn't give a shit about. Usopp and Frankie being tied up behind him. <laughs> They're both just moving around with like sack sacks and ropes around them, and he's <laughs> trying to send a message to Nami. Um, <laughs> and he's Frankie's like, "Oh, this must be a pirate friend of yours." And he's like, "Ex friend." <laughs> <laughs> Sanji's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm Frankie." And then Sanji's like, "You're Frankie." <laughs> Starts kicking the shit out of him. Fuck you, yeah. man. How dare you do that to our long nose? <laughs> and then Usopp's like, "Wait, hang on. Uh, the, some stuff has gone down since then. I, he's not that such a bad guy, I swear." Um, yeah, and he's like, "He saved the Mary, well, temporarily at least." And he's like, "Oh yeah, the Mary go is dot dot dot." And Sanji 
sort of looks down and he knows what he's going to say. Um, he, he knows. Sexy. And uh, soup is fixed completely and it's working and everybody knows it. <laughs> and the galley law company admitted they lied. That's what he's going to say. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fucked. It's dead. Mary's dead. Mary's truly dead. One of the first characters to truly die. <sighs> Put it on the board. And Frankie's like, hey, now, hold on. We shouldn't be getting all gloomy about this. Uh, but I'm begging you, please untie these ropes, brother. Brother. Brother, <laughs> untie these ropes, brother. And Sanji's like, Sanji's like, yeah, as if I'd untie your ropes, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and Frankie's like, when somebody asks you something, you do it, you fool. <laughs> and they're just screaming and that you see like they're like shaking the cart with how they're yelling at each other <laughs> the marines have have taken away and captain t-bone a very knightly looking man in a captain's coat which as we just discussed captains are quite powerful has apparently taken notice of what's going on in this train car um but of course we have to cut back to water seven to see what's going on there and we see that Kokoro did indeed have another train to set out for them. And this train is called the Rocket Man. And it's got a very shark-like uh, drawing on the front of this rocket-esque um, uh, conductor seat. And it's apparently nicknamed the Runaway Sea Train. And they said, yeah, there's no way we could ever let paying passengers on this one. <laughs> it's way too fucked. <laughs> and then it's Iceberg. Like tarnished and like just looks a little yeah, worse they're like, for wear. They're like, yeah, it's the Runaway Train. <laughs> it's, too, it's too fast and we couldn't control the speed. So, uh let's go let's go <laughs> iceberg pops out and he's like uh gives him a look luffy's like ice guy <laughs> he's like mm, straw hat i'm glad you're here okay no straw hat <laughs> and apparently iceberg has gotten the train he's like yeah i figured you'd probably be doing the same thing um i figured this was basically the only choice that we could do to keep these straw hats from killing themselves <laughs> <laughs> and so he's gotten the this ship ready for them he's gotten you know uh he's gotten the the um the steam running blah 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 he's done some train stuff on the train and it, it's ready to go and and luffy he's like yeah he's done some it's, train stuff on the train he's like yeah the steam engine speed is uncontrollable no matter how we try to adjust it and it runs wild I can't guarantee your lives. And Luffy's like, okay, thanks, Ice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. All aboard, old lady. Take her out as soon as Nami shows up. <laughs> and then he like collapses down for a second. And they're like, oh my gosh, Luffy, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I just, I need some meat. I just need some meat. <laughs> and Nami shows up with a big, huge bag of stuff. And, the, and Luffy's like, what are you doing? We've been waiting here for you. And then he, he sees that the bag of stuff Nami was carrying was a bunch of food and drinks. And he's like, I'm very sorry for yelling. I much needed this food much badly. Thank you much. I'm very sorry for yelling at you. Yeah. So, and fucking uh, Zoro literally just taking all the grabbing booze. Just fucking just great booze. Literally the biggest smile I, uh, like ever. Just like, oh, boy. 
No, Kokoro takes the cake for biggest smile. That's fair. But I think her face is stuck that way. And she leaves Chimney and Gombe in Iceberg's care. As the Frankie family shows up, these poor minions <laughs> that have, that just will never learn the scope of their own strength. They just <laughs> won't die. They just won't, and and will also not die. Uh, they took a beating <laughs> from some of the strongest characters in the series thus far, and they're here, and they're like. We just want you to take us with you. We got to get our bro back. He was abducted by the government. We want to go after him, but we can't get through the Aqua Lacuna. And Kokoro's like, no. And they're like, please, bro, please. We got to get our bro. And Luffy's like, all right, come on, guys. All right, come on. All right, guys, come on. No, he's literally like, get on. (laughs) Yeah. Um so now the now we've got some minions on our side too. As the uh as the runaway train chugga chugga choo choos off. It looks like there might be someone else on board too. Leslie? Les Leslie. <laughs> Leslie. Oh my god. <laughs> There's his signature cigar. And his yeah. signature cough. Broken glasses. What a signature. This guy's going to kill Smoker and become the new Smoker. And then look in the SBS. We got Eneru with no hat on. Awful. Look at the nice. Jerry curls. Awful. <laughs> wow, that's a super curly perm. He looks he like, looks an, old like an old lady. <laughs> oh, I think I might have gone too far this time. Run away. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So that, that wraps up our any any predictions. The storm, storm predictions. Storm, storm. Um, well, obviously, Luffy's gonna fight, um, Cloud Baltum, the spirit of the merry ship. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud Rogerman. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. No, I, I, I think that Sanji is going to uh, uh is going to die. Is going wow. to die. Okay. All yep. right. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. All right. No, I already gave you my prediction. Kaku is going to join the crew. Kaku. All right. So he's still banking on Kaku. He's a triple agent. He's a triple agent. That's what you're banking on. Next week's chapters, uh, 366 through 380. Big pogs. And with that. Has there ever been a little pog? It's time to bring those (laughs) sails to half mast. And I know this is the third time, but you know what they say? It's the charm. Uh, thank Wowzers. you, everyone, for uh, tuning in. Um, you know, I am going to timestamp this. The, the Super Bowl is this evening. You know, enjoy those commercials. Enjoy that halftime show. Shout out to all the dancers in the world that actually made the committee not be fucking assholes and pay the people who are being backup dancers uh, in the halftime show and give them, you know, food and drink because they actually weren't going to do that until very recently, which is super fucked. But um, yeah, enjoy uh, uh, the rest of your Sunday if you're listening to this Super Bowl. Uh, Bowl. Yes. And goodbye.